on you people. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Yes. Lifestyle. Subscribe. And loaded. Thumbs up. Ring the bell so you could be notified. All right, come on, guys. Let's do jazz hands. Let's start with jazz yeah. hands. You know, sometimes I'm not in the mood for jazz hands either, but we'll do it. <laughs> we are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. We're live. This is episode 404. I don't know. That sounds like a good number. 404 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. And uh, the title is You're Not 2A Enough. You're not 2A enough, damn it. Um, and basically that has to do with my uh, hashtag stop the challenges challenge that I'm doing. I hope everyone out there gets involved in the stop the challenges challenge. I challenge you to stop the challenges challenge. <laughs> something something like that. I love it. Yeah. Also, my special guests are Greg Pruitt and Gun Doctor TV on YouTube. So let's see. Let's go to uh, let me go to Greg first. Greg, what's up, man? Dude, man, I just, you guys, uh, for all the gun owners out there, I just got back from a trip in Washington, D.C., working on behalf of several gun organizations, and it was just a wild ride, man. I mean, we were uh, talking to congressmen and senators and their staff members, and, and we met with the White House. We, were, we went and delivered 100,000, 116,000 petitions to the White House, Wow! and wow. it was absolutely insane. Uh, one of the first things that was kind of incredible about this was as we were taking it. So these petitions were to President Trump to veto red flag laws if they mm -hmm. get to his desk. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we're reaching out and our guys are reaching out to the Secret Service and the White House trying to figure out how to deliver these things. And they send us an email and say, we've never had anyone request to deliver actual petitions to really? the White House. Really? <laughs> we're, like, we're like, what? Like, wait a minute. What are all of these groups, not just gun groups, but all of these groups that have petitions to President Trump? Mm -hmm. Like, what are they doing with them all if they're not actually delivering them to the White House? And so yeah. it was kind of it was kind of fascinating to so see. So never that, in we, the history of America. <laughs> you're saying I don't know, man. I don't know if they meant like it hasn't ever happened under President Trump or oh. has never happened. Oh, maybe ever. under you Trump. Know, we, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know. But either way. There's petitions that have been to the president, you know, to President Trump that apparently never been delivered. So, yeah, I believe that there's a lot of people that don't want to uh, challenge Trump. And, uh, you know, that's how it is or challenge any of these guys. And I do. Um, I, I listened to your video where you were talking to Rubio. We're going to get into that. Right. You've got a video on YouTube on your new channel, which we'll talk about, too. Right. We'll tell yeah. the people how to get to that. Yeah, we had a discussion with Rubio and, and again, some other staff members. Back to one of the other interesting things, uh, Hank, was when we would go into these you know congressional offices, whether it was uh, congressmen or senators, and we would tell them, vote no on red flag laws. If red flag laws come up, we're opposed. Gun owners are opposed. There's no version of red flag laws, which we support. And almost all of the Republican uh, staff members would tell us that we've never had any gun groups come in here and tell us to vote against this kind of stuff. Really? It's <laughs> like... There's some the craziness. Yeah, there's some like, craziness what, going. What are, what are all these people doing? What is the NRA doing with their time if they're not going door to door? Because what they told us is every time there's a mass shooting, you can be damn sure that these guys are get these uh, gun rights or excuse me, these uh, gun violence victims mm -hmm. are going door to door. They go to do every single person in those buildings. Right. And they start telling them their story about how so-and-so got shot and they need to pass gun control. But apparently right. gun owners and gun activist leaders don't ever go in and do this 
stuff. And so that was another kind of a big revelation for us on like, what are all these people doing with their time? I, I don't understand. I had to fly to DC from Idaho to go the job that I thought other, you know, big national gun groups were doing. It's, it's just weird, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and those guys actually have the money to do something about all of this and they're not. That's the interesting thing, right? Not all of them. There's some people that don't have the money, but definitely the NRA. Okay. We're, we're going to get deep yeah. into that. We've got Gun Doctor TV. Dan, what's up, man? What's going on? How's it going? Yes, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, we haven't seen you here. This is your first time doing the the uh, the Skype thing, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So you and Gr- you and Greg are Skype newbies. Yeah. <laughs> Skype newbies, man. Skype newbies <laughs> to the show. To the show, at least to the show here. Oh. That was my phone. That was my phone. My bad. I didn't silence yeah. my phone. Somebody who knows me but doesn't realize I'm actually live on the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's go? What's up, man? What's going on in the Gun Doctor TV world? What have you been up to? Ah, uh, shooting guns, man. Uh, living life, taking mm-hmm. care of the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. That's... Good stuff. I think I I saw you at NRA. I know I did. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw you and your wife out there. Yes, sir. Yes, shout out to Mrs. Gun Doctor TV. Yeah, she's over there. Yes, yes, much appreciated. Ready to do the research. Yeah, we can't do this without the wives. Um, right now, <laughs> I am wifeless. Lola has Uh-oh. left me. Lola's left me. She went to uh, she went to Texas. Her brother, actually, I'll share some pictures with you guys a little bit later. But Lola's brother is like a career army guy. He's been in the army for I think twenty five years. So, um, and wow. he just became a sergeant major. So um, she went out there to uh, celebrate and, and uh, watch him graduate and stuff like that. I'll, I'll throw some pictures up for you guys so you can see um, so you can see some of that. I think I've got some pictures of him in uniform and hanging out with. They haven't seen each other for a long time, so she had to go. Uh, and if I'm looking a little skinnier than usual, basically, yes, I'm starving. <laughs> Nobody is feeding me. Nobody's been feeding me. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to bleed my own blood. <laughs> I got to get my own food. So, <laughs> no, I've been eating something. I got I got to eat something. Otherwise, <laughs> definitely would not be able to do this without eating something. Um, let me see. Before we get into it deep here, I want to remind everyone to please smash the thumbs. I know there's uh, folks coming in right now from Gun Doctor TV coming in from Greg Pruitt. You've got different things. Idaho Second Amendment Foundation, I think. Right? You're still you're still doing that. Second Amendment Alliance. Yep. Second Amendment Alliance. Absolutely. Yes. Sorry about that. And then you've got some other things going on. So shout out to everyone coming in right now. I'm going to ask everyone to smash the thumbs. Okay. Please do the thumbs ups. That um, yeah that helps with our discovery. The um, this channel just got hit with a bunch of demonetizations and stuff. So whenever that happens, YouTube starts pushing things down. Um, so you know you, we got to do what we can to help get an audience in here, guys. It's just was that was that after the whole Crowder thing and the Vox thing? Uh, it, it 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 comes and goes in waves, right? I think you see that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. if there were a few months, they come through yeah. and they monetize. Yeah, they'll come through. They'll hit us with all these things. We'll go in there and try to like contest it. Then they'll look at it. I know for me, most of them, they're like, "No, this is confirmed. We're demonetizing it." Yeah. Um, and then I, th- I threw up a video about this today. But then usually, what like my plan? I'm on Gunstreamer. So uh, I think you're on there as well, right? Gun Doctor TV's on Gunstreamer. Yeah, yeah, I'm on there. Yeah, D- Greg, did you put your any of your stuff on Gunstreamer? 
Yeah, the the other channel I have is is on there. The new one I have not gotten it on there yet, but yeah, okay. we're on gun stream too. So oh, okay, so the thing that I do <laughs> yeah. whenever YouTube does that, um, it's not. I don't think it's a good idea to leave those videos that they've demonetized on their platform because it counts yeah. as strikes. It counts as not strikes, not like how they look at strikes, but it counts against you in the algorithm and the formula that they have for your channel. Uh, right? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and I was talking to someone about it. So what I do is I actually delete them off of, make sure they're on GunStreamer, delete them off of YouTube. I keep them on GunStreamer. And then GunStreamer has something called Contributus now, which you can set a tier. People can donate a, a amount of money that you set. For me, I set it at three bucks. So people can donate that money to me. I'm going to shout out some of those people. If, uh, hopefully I'll remember that later. But so... I put all those videos that are banned on YouTube into a playlist like that. People can watch those, but you can watch all my other stuff on GunStreamer just as a way to help uh, GunStreamer get more people coming in, more eyeballs and stuff like that, that because sense. that's unique content that's really not anywhere else. So Yeah. Now, is GunStreamer, do you know, I mean, I, I don't know the guys working behind the scenes on that at all. Mm -hmm. Are they going to open it up to more than just gun videos? Is that the long-term goal is to be yes. a broader network? Yeah, okay. you could put anything on there now. Um, so I've got Hank Strange, where we do the gun videos. I've got this channel that we do the podcasts. And then I also have Stranger Palooza, where I do car yeah. stuff. That's the all car, car stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's all on, on GunStreamer right now. And there's other yeah. folks that do, I think, like cigar stuff. Uh, and I think there's some other people doing car stuff, bike stuff, and things like that on there. So, yeah, I mean, that's the name that they have right now. And kind of they have a big gun community over there. But I think they're open sure. to either creating something else that's, like, attached to it that has a different name. And it's all really, you know, in the same, like, pond or changing the name or something like that coming up sir okay yeah cool. so anyway we do I, I do that i remove the videos try to keep the thing clean and then they come back and hit me a few months later and i noticed that yes after everything with crowder i think they changed the rules again so what's happening is they're going back to videos that i put up six years ago oh gosh that they've already gone through wow. multiple times yeah. But now, but you see, they've got new rules. <laughs> so wow. next week they'll have new rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it would be as bad if they're more transparent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they let us know. Okay, you can do this. You can't do this. Mm -hmm. So we have a clear set of rules. Because mm -hmm. right now it's it's really vague. It's vague wording. I mean, it's ridiculous, mm -hmm. really. Yeah. Well, they can do whatever they want, I think, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. And we don't know what the rules are now, and we never really do know what they tell us some of the rules, but I don't think we have, they'd ever say like, well, this is why we're doing this to you. That's the thing that they don't really say, but they do keep putting out, oh, these are our new rules. These are our new rules. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, and, and a lot of people, and I'm sure you get this probably more than I do, people ask me, why are you still... Why are you still using YouTube if everything's demonetized and why don't you just use, you know, flip from one to the other? And, and my opinion has always been use the tools against them for as long as you can. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. until they completely ban you and kick you off, there's no point in not using that tool. I mean, let's be honest. YouTube yeah. has the best search. Right. I mean, if I want to find a video, I can go to Google, put in a video of Hank Strange and type in something. Mm -hmm. and it's going to come up. 
yeah, right? because of because of how the system works. Mm-hmm. Gunstreamer probably won't come up right now the way that the whole system is set up. And so you use those tools against our enemies until they literally you know ban kick you, from you the out. Platform. Yeah, At that point you have so yeah. and you and you and you get a, like you said you get a secondary one going. You keep promoting Gunstreamer and your videos. You promote Gunstreamer and you just keep that going and keep people getting over there so that if you do get banned, you've got somewhere else where you've got all your supporters. Yeah, exactly. yeah I totally agree with that. I think um, I, I think that's the way a lot of people see it, that we don't you know, I'm not saying don't be on YouTube. I'm going to try to be on there as long as I can. It's good, like you said, for search to come up in the SEO, like if you're searching something in Google. Right. But it's also good for discovery, you know, when if you're yeah. trying to grow your channel, you need the biggest audience possible. Yeah. Um, so so eventually, I think what's going to happen, what's happening right now is I've got uh, over a thousand videos, but they keep that number keeps going down on YouTube because these videos keep having to get taken off. And eventually just this whatever they think is safe, I guess, is going to be there. I'm not really <laughs> sure what that's going to be. Um but I'll keep that channel open as long as I can, even if it's just to yep. put out a video like I did today to say, hey, guys, you know, I'm on Gunstream or try to go over there. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm, I'm, I know you're trying to jump in here and say something. Oh, no, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, now, do you feel like Gunstreamer is a viable alternative, do you think, for the long term? Because I, I know the traffic isn't mm-hmm. like it is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And really, there's... Uh, what's the next biggest thing? Maybe BitChute? Um, there's definitely BitChute, and I know lots of people are using that. I'm not currently using that, and I'm not trying. I think we should try to get on as many things as we can. Um, one of the things I like about Gunstreamer is it pulls my stuff over automatically. I think BitChute does that as well, right? Yeah, BitChute does that. Yeah. But the reason why I'm in particular pushing Gunstreamer, I don't have any kind of like financial stake in it. The reason why I'm pushing it is because we need a platform where we could talk to the people and somehow get it custom to to what we do. So the thing, I mean, I was talking to the owner of Gunstreamer today by phone. You know, they're busy guys. It's a small company in terms of the people there, but they're actually developing things. They have an app on iPhone and Android. Um, You know, they have something that's like Patreon, this contributors thing. They're working on things constantly. I was in there today when I was switching some of the stuff over. There's a whole bunch of stuff, so I didn't switch everything over yet. But, you know, I can see that they're making changes and developing it. Now, are they going to be there in the long run? That The answer to that question is up to us as the content creators. It's up to the audience, the gun people out there. Um, it's up to the industry. Like, we need to give them content. The audience needs to come in. The industry needs to support them. This is going to have something to do with them being here in the long run. Well, and it's not just that, though, Hank. I mean, mm-hmm. I think part of the concern for me is someone who is also pushing people to other various platforms like All Social and, mm-hmm. and Gunstreamer and stuff is when when YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or one of these big dogs comes to your company and says $10 million and we'll buy it out from you. Mm-hmm. Are they going to sell out? Are they going right. to mm-hmm. go? Yep, ten million. Well, hell, I can live the rest of my life now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's good, good that question. is a concern, no matter yes. who it is. It's a big concern. Yes, that's why I need to be able to talk to them. Now, that's not going <laughs> to stop them if you if you're like I'm going to make you an offer and can't refuse. <laughs> right. You know that's not going to. But these. So yeah. so Austin has been on my show. 
Um, you know, he was in the military. He's he's a nerd. He's a you know he's a platform developer. He's a gun guy. Believes in the Second Amendment. Believes in the First Amendment. I've met the other guys there. I'm gonna say no. They're in they're in Utah. They kind of have that independent spirit and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, we all like money is a thing. You know, that, that's yeah. why you're absolutely right about this. So we've got to give them the incentive to never do that. And and before, yeah. by the way, before that happens, the companies aren't going to spend ten million when they know they could just sit around and wait for you to die. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah. we have to try. We have to try to like support them if we can. Yeah, I agree 100. percent And and I and I and I don't want anybody to get the idea that I was saying they would sell no, out. No, yes, I know that, that. is a, always a concern with everybody yeah. and, and what is happening. So I'll, I'll have to. I'm an Idaho, so I'll have to run next door sometime and go meet the guys and, yeah. and see what they got going on. So yeah, I don't think that's what you meant at all, Greg. I, I you know I think that was a really good point that you made though. We, you know, I mean, this is a this is like a reality thing that we all have to you know, deal with and we never know that situation. Yeah. I mean, that goes to what I wanted to talk about first, if you don't mind. Like, I, I really want to get into to things with you guys and catch up to you guys. But, I, sure. you know, there's something that's been like getting on my nerves lately. So obviously we have this thing going on in Washington, right? The uh, 1639 deal that's happening in Washington. And yes. everyone, I think, got out there, got behind this. I can see lots of support going towards it. I think they reached their goal with the uh, GoFundMe and, I, and then they extended that goal. I don't know if they reached it since they extended it. Um, but I think there's some things happening in relation to that where it's kind of like a gun community thing where what we do is we send our folks out there, the people who support us, fans, whatever you want to call them, and they go out and they just harass other gun tubers, other pro Second Amendment guys, and they just harass them as much as they possibly can to get something done when we don't like I don't know, Greg, what you're doing every day, but I know you're doing something to fight for the Second Amendment. I don't know what Dan's doing at Gun Doctor TV, but I know he's doing his part. Everyone is out there doing their part. And when someone of us decides like, no, this is more important than anything, and everyone has to listen to me, go out there and shake these guys up and harass them until they listen to me. I think that is the kind of stuff that makes us not work with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it makes it makes the gun community, whether you're on YouTube or what have you, it makes us look bad. And, you know, we're sending outrage mobs out there to harass people. It's, it's a, a bad deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, you know, so for those who are watching and don't know me, uh, uh, I am the political director for Washington Gun Rights and and I-1639, and there's so much backstory to this mm -hmm. whole thing, mm -hmm. and, and it was done illegally, it never, it should have got struck down by the by the Washington State Supreme Court, which is full of liberal activist judges, so that didn't happen, mm -hmm. and now there's a giant lawsuit to try, to try and stop it, and... You know, I applaud everybody who can and pitch in and, and, and fight that lawsuit. Uh, my biggest concern is because we are in the Ninth Circuit. The Ninth Circuit is one of the anti gun circuits in the entire country. Mm -hmm. um, so they're not going to rule in favor or, or issue an opinion in favor of gun owners. That's just not going to happen. Okay. And then we, so then assuming that that's what's going to come out of this lawsuit. Suit. Then you have to hope that the freaking Supreme Court is going to take up a case on this issue. And mm -hmm. the Supreme Court in the last 10 years 
hasn't taken up anything until recently. Now they're going to take up this case out of New York. But mm -hmm. it's just like you're throwing all your eggs. It's tough. It's a tough deal. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In, in my opinion, the effort and the money and everything, if, if you want to really punish these people, is to go after the politicians and throw them out of office, the ones who are supporting this kind of crap. Um, that's what needs to happen in my opinion, rather yeah. than, I mean, I, again, I support the lawsuit and I hope it, I hope they win, but we are in the wrong circuit to dump a whole bunch of money, in my opinion, and hope that that win, that we win. I just, I, yeah. Well, that's one of the things I think, that's one of the things that I think that's going on. We're just rushing to everything. And yes, we should support things. And if someone's out there, if someone comes and says, listen, guys, this thing's going on, these guys need some money, you know, who out there can help? I think that's good. But I think when you say, go get these guys, go harass them or whatever, you create a fatigue. In the last couple of days, there's been people going on all my social media and harassing me. Even yesterday, I was talking about this. And then there was a guy who came back and, um, uh, you know, yesterday um, we had on, we, we had uh, Guns and Gadgets on, right? And he said he gave money. Babyface said he gave money. I was listening to them. We were talking about it. This guy was mad because I didn't say whether or not I gave money and how much money I gave, you know, and there's people doing that. All, that, that kind of stuff, when you do that to people, you're going to rub people the wrong way. And the next time when you need help and when you're looking for something, people are going to tune you out. Uh, first of all, with me, I, I, it's just like a weird thing for me to be up there, like telling people how much money I gave and all that kind of stuff, you know? I think I should just yeah. get out there and do things and, and like, if I could do it, hey, let's give some money, whatever it is we have, let's do it, you know, and, and do my thing. I don't think I should really be out there going, yeah, I gave, I gave money, you should give money, because I don't think that this is all about money. I think it is in some cases, and there's lots of things we could do. People could share this stuff. They could talk about it. Like you're saying, Greg, you could get out there and talk to the politicians. Get rid of the politicians. There's lots of things that we could do about this. But when we start putting this kind of like pressure um, on people, I'll tell you the so 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 I, I made a post about this, and I should probably throw it up because I know that there's people who are like, what the hell does this post mean? So. <laughs> Basically, I kind of like threw up a, uh, a meme here. Let me see if I can get it to, to pop up. So here's the meme that I put up. Uh, it says, in, in uh, prison, pressure equals rape. <laughs> and so, um, and, then, uh, and then I have this thing here from, I think obviously I, I think there might be like a little typo in this. Let me see. Yeah. Okay, I capitalized something. Anyway, in prison, pressure equals rape. That's from Danny Trejo. That's actually a quote that he said. And then Yankee Marshall says, hold my beer. On YouTube, we call it a challenge. And so I put up something called the uh, Stop the Challenges Challenge. Now, what do I, what do I, I'm going to explain what I mean by this. I saw Danny yeah. Trejo. Like, there's a lot of people think who I'm a fan of Danny Trejo or something. I'm not a fan of his. Okay, this is a guy I believe that can't even like own guns and is very anti-gun, but he's in movies with a lot of guns. I've seen things that when he actually does movies and he's handling guns, the ATF goes to visit because he's a felon and he's not supposed to be anywhere near it. The reason why I put it up, I saw him in an interview and he was talking about when he was in prison and a young guy got a, like locked up and he was in prison, he would pay these guys to come and make it look like they were going to rape this guy, right? And this kid would be scared, and then they would come in and go, hey, we'll save you. We'll give you protection. 
So once they do that to the guy, to this kid, now the kid is theirs forever. Right? They can make him do whatever they want. And this was his quote. He says, pressure is rape. In other words, you're putting pressure on people and you're forcing them to do something that they don't really want to do. And, and I think that it's a lot like what's going on here in the community when we try to force people to do something that we want them to do by having people go out there and say to them, you're not, you're not supporting, you're not a patriot, you're not supporting the Second Amendment, you don't care. This is what I've had people telling me. And like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I have to actually like quantify to people what I do personally to support the Second Amendment. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't understand like why this is, you know, all of a sudden a thing with, the, especially with the Washington issue. I mean, you know, you've been talking about and you bring up issues going on across the country all the time, but every state has their own fight, right? I mean, the gun grabbers are in every state, mm-hmm. every capital, stuff's going on. You've got your own issues in Florida with Republicans, a whole bunch oh, of them. That yeah, you were talking to one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the worst one, I think. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, at the state level, though, yeah. you've got your own issues that you're worrying about. So, it's not, I mean, you'd, you'd spend all day sitting there going, okay, in Wyoming, we've got this issue, and Idaho, we've got this issue, and Washington, and Florida and Texas and Kentucky and here's all these states with all these issues. You know, Hank, if you you know you've got to get on and tell everybody about every single issue and tell people to give all their money. I mean, it would just it would never end. So I don't understand what what people are doing. Yeah, I don't I don't, <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think it's cool, man. And it's not it's not even just no, not like I'm talking about it, but I know there's lots of gun guys that don't want to talk about it, but the same things happening to them, and they don't want to talk yeah. about it. And and but it's. It's frustrating and it's aggravating, and this is why these guys don't want to work with each other. And when I'm trying to talk to people and get things, look, I understand some of us just can't deal with each other, you know. But there's others of us that if we just dealt with things differently, we could get support, like you're saying, you know. And we have to stop crying wolf as well. Like we can't say everything is a do or die. This is the end issue. Yes. Yeah. You know, if we do that, people are going to get burnt out, and they're not going to pay attention to what we're saying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't want to like, you know, I'm a little bit mad about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, again, there's just there's so many issues to fight on. And, and, and yeah, I mean, if you want to go help Washington State uh, fight I-1639, which is an atrocious, absolutely huge infringement mm-hmm. on gun rights on numerous in addition to some other stuff that happened, then great. Go do that and, and give it everything you got. Um, I, don't, I don't mind people coming to Hank Strange. I mean, like, hey, man, I don't know if you what's going on in Washington. Yeah. Would you mind you know, putting this out there? Yeah. Know, would you w- will be willing to put this information out there so gun owners know? And if gun owners want to support that effort, yeah. they can. Yeah. But but to, like, call you out and say, oh, if you don't talk about I-1639, you know, you're a communist and mm-hmm. you want, you know, Rubio to implement more gun control or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just like, it's, it's getting it's crazy. It's not right. And I've seen yeah. people getting called names that I really um, – I there, there's a lot of stuff going on. And the name calling of people – the stuff that's going on. It's not cool. These are people who are on our side. Okay, they don't agree with us on everything. You know, some of them don't think that this issue or that issue is a big issue. But over the years, I've seen these people get out there and fight for the Second Amendment. Why are we now going to start calling them like this guy? He's a coward. (laughs) He's a traitor. He's not a patriot. 
you know, maybe he just doesn't agree with us or see it our way. But if we keep beating yeah. him, if we keep beating these people up, even when, like, let's say if we wouldn't have done that, something may happen and go like, oh, maybe these guys have a point. But now they go, no, I'm going to do this to spite you. I'm going to ignore you to spite you. Right. You know, I think that's the risk that we're running here. And uh, I don't know, man, it, it really it's like it's frustrating to me. And I don't want to get into a situation where I'm trying to tell people how much I give up and what this costs me to do this, you know, because then I feel like bad. I feel like I'm trying to, you know, where I, I if I start talking like that, I'm acting like, Greg, you don't give up a lot to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm acting I'm acting like Dan isn't giving up something to do this. You know, everyone is doing this. The people who are watching us right now, they're giving us their time to watch this. You know, everyone is doing something and whatever it is you do. And I think there's people out there that look at this, too. And when they think like, oh, this is all about money. And if I don't have money to give, then I'm somehow pitiful. And that's not true. It, 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 this is not it's not money that we need to do this. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, I, I, I agree, man. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. I, I save my criticisms for, you know, congressmen or public figures who are selling out gun rights, you know, yeah. and, and supporting gun control. And then I'm, I'm going to call you out all day long for it. But as far as like going and attacking random gun tubers for, you know, not forcing people or telling people to donate their money to something. I mean, it's just freaking weird. I, I don't understand. Yeah. Counterproductive. yeah, I hope we can somehow stop it. I hope we could just chill it out. You know, I actually looked at the video that Yankee Marshall did and I saw that he said, don't go after the, you know, just go after the big guys. Uh, I don't agree with going after the big guys, to be honest with you. But w when you've got people who will get rabid, they're going after everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going after everyone. So some guy who just started doing this and is pouring everything into it to do this thing and you go after him, he's like, man, why, do, why am I even bothering? So, right. That's the thing. So I just want, I, I want to get that. I want to do that. And I, I think also you made a good point here, Greg, that we're not, we need to take the time to think about everything go, that's going on and where exactly our resources need to go to, you know, and the time and the timing of it, because we don't have like George Soros, Michael Bloomberg kind of money. I mean, if there is there is there a gun dude that has that kind of money that I don't know about? Someone should, you know, I don't know. I mean, is. you know, <laughs> no, uh, our, our side doesn't have the the George Soros, you know, Paul Allen, all these freaking billionaires, you know, funding our efforts. It's it's just regular folks like you and I trying to, you know, trying to do our part to to save the Second Amendment, restore the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. We just don't have those kind of wealthy people on our side yeah. willing to dump that kind of money into the cause. So. Yeah, it's right. too bad. All right, uh, I'm going to be grassroots. Uh, so I'm sorry. What was that, Dan? I said it has to be a grassroots thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I not, don't think it's I don't listen. Money is needed, but I don't yes. think that this is going to be one with money, people. No, <laughs> this no, it's is not. that's not how we're going to win this thing. We need money for sure. It takes money to do things. I trust yeah. me. I get that. It takes money to yeah. do it. It's going to take a lot of money, but it's money is not what's going to get us over that that line. You know, it's not. It's going to take a little bit more than that. So, uh, just don't don't get caught up in this like uh, beehive kind of mentality, and then start going after guys and and just discouraging them from doing what they're doing. Because I want those guys to keep doing it. 
You know, I want us to keep moving, yeah. for, moving on. Just do what you can do, and and keep going. That's that's my thing about that. Um, I can agree with that. Yeah. So so now, great. This is a little Go bit ahead. of a side note. Yes. Did, yes. Did you guys see where uh, Hickok uh, cut ties with the NRA? Or yeah. Yeah, I did, did see that. Is, cut ties? Yeah. Uh, is Greg still here? Oh, he froze. He might have frozen. Yeah, thank you for it. Looks like he's frozen. Uh, yeah, we'll probably get him. Oh, there you go. So you're here. Are you here, Greg? <laughs> um, can you hear us, Greg? I think he unfroze for a second. I'm here. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so I think Dan's bringing up um, Hickok 45, right? There's yeah. some There's some news. What? I, I saw the video. What did you, how did you take that video? Well, I, I didn't see the entire video. I saw the first 10 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if it, it's a cave from pressure uh, from viewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there, there's a whole community out there that's you know anti Hickok, that's anti these you know these bigger guys because they see them as I don't know maybe someone who sold out, mm-hmm. et cetera. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was uh, I thought it was interesting at least. Yeah. Um, what did you think about it, Greg? Did you? I don't know if you got a chance to catch up on all that. If you're aware of what's going on, I, I did. Somebody, yeah, somebody sent it to me earlier. I did have a chance to uh, to watch most of it. Um, <laughs> again, I, I think the you know obviously I think this is all coming out as a as a result of what happened with with Chris Cox. I think so. Um, whole other weird. I mean, just yeah. this whole thing is getting really strange. Somebody write a freaking book on this thing, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of like really now you're figuring out what's happening. I mean, I don't know the guy personally, so mm-hmm. I, I you know just from my observations over the last uh, little while, ever since the bump stock issue, really uh, just seems like the whole thing is unraveling, and then now they're finally trying to catch up with okay, well we're going to back our name out of this. You know, we're not saying don't support the NRA. Where I'm right now, I'm saying don't support the NRA because mm-hmm. <laughs> they keep stabbing us in the back. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, so I don't. It's like they're trying to save face with the NRA folks, and at the same time saying, "Well, we don't support whatever chaos is about to come down the pipe." <laughs> yeah. So uh, by the way, let me shout out SoCal Gunner. He gave us a couple of bucks. He says that's what happens in the internet. Yeet yeet. That's what he's saying. That's a, that's a whole yeet cannon <laughs> thing. I'm kind of actually like sick of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to get into that, so I'd rather stick to this. Um, yeah, you know what? I think that, I, first of all, here's what I thought so, looking at that. So obviously, we've kind of been in uh, several camps in this whole thing with the NRA, and uh, Hickok is in a camp separate from a lot of us. You know, So it's interesting to, to see him and Big John get up there and talk to the camera and uh, say that they're, they're, uh, they, they said they still support the NRA. I think what right. they support is the idea of the NRA, which we all do, right? Can we agree on that? We support I the idea of what the NRA is, is. Um, and I think that uh, yeah, I can hear myself. Someone's audio's up too loud. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, I think that they um, that they support the idea of it. Maybe they support the institution. I don't know, but they won't ask their uh, supporters or fans to join the NRA or give money to the NRA. That's basically what they were saying. Um, right. Which I think, okay, that's that's definitely a, a good thing. You know, but if you, if to me, looking at the video, I felt like they're struggling with something. 
you know, sure. and and it took something I could see in their eyes. Like I I I don't I'm not gonna tell you guys I'm best friends with those guys, but whenever I see them at shows and stuff like that, those aren't mean evil dudes. No, they're, <laughs> they're not. good dudes. <laughs> you know, they'll they talk to me. Um, I think they they're aware of some of the things that I say about the NRA and stuff like that. But whenever they yeah. see me, they're always nice. They always talk. You know, they're always nice to Lola and all that. They're good people. These aren't, the, just like I was saying before, these aren't our enemy. These are no, guys on not. our side. These are guys who we loved. These are, um, think about this. Like, how many of us out there have seen a Hickok 45 video? No, I, I have, you know. Yeah. So we've yeah. all we've all looked at their videos and we, and, you know, it's a tough thing for them to deal with because they're getting so much hate every day. Imagine like if we're getting hate, imagine if I'm getting it and you're getting it and these guys are so big, they're getting hate every day from a community that they thought, oh, these guys love us. Yeah. You know, so they're getting this hate and it looks to me like they're struggling with this whole thing. And I know that that's tough for a lot of people. And it's the reason why we kind of have to, like, make the argument, the argument to people. And some people take longer to make decisions. I don't think it makes them stupid. I think just some people um, Hickok said this in the video that he believes in loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that that's what's making it tough for them to make this decision. Right. Yeah, and I, I mean, look, you and I have been following this for a long time. There is a big movement within the, the gun rights community from people who are no compromise and people who are okay with some compromise mm-hmm. when it comes to gun rights. And I think in the gun rights community, the, the regular Joes, you know, the, all the folks on the ground, most of them are solidly on no compromise right now or, mm-hmm. or very quickly moving in that direction. And the problem is they're all starting to wake up to the reality that the NRA has been compromising since like 1934. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and people didn't want to believe it. A lot of people did not want to believe what was really going on behind the scenes, but that, you know, Wayne LaPierre is spending lavish amounts of money on vacations and clothing and all of this crap. They didn't want to believe it. And, mm-hmm. but it's all, all there. It's so it's obvious right now. And, it's so obvious. Yeah, it, it's so yeah. obvious now. And so, you know, Look, some of these folks, it's taken them a long time, and, and hopefully they wake up to re- what the reality of what's what's happening. And so, um, it's it stinks to see a, a big gun group go through this type of thing. But you, you, they made their own bed by compromising, by spending ridiculous amounts of money on all this stupid crap, and and they've made their own bed, and now they have to lie in it. And mm-hmm. gun owners need to hold them accountable. Yeah. Like, why would you give money? In my opinion, why would you give money to a group that's Gonna right. turn help our enemies. I don't understand that. Yeah, um, I think that like okay. So for me, right, it's the same thing. Like everyone's, you know what? I always say this. We all start off in the same place. So in other words, we all have to be born into the world. I don't know. Maybe there's some people that weren't actually born, but we <laughs> most of us have to be born into the world, and we all die out of it. But in the middle of that, we're all at different places. So yeah, I can't speak for other people, but I know for me, I came to the Second Amendment. And uh, the NRA and all that kind of stuff uh, it, within the last like 10 years of my life. When I started getting into guns, I started buying guns. And then people were like, look, you've got to support the Second Amendment. You know, you, if if you like these guns, you want to keep having them, you have to support it. And then so my first thing that I did to support it was join the NRA and give them my money. But I was not aware of things that like maybe you and Dan, you guys were aware of all the things the NRA did in the past 
and all the trials and tribulations we went through. But, you know, once and so I was out there, there's videos you guys can find of me saying, hey, uh, I'm a black guy. I support the NRA. I, you know, all of that kind of yeah. stuff that we all did. We all did that. Right. So yeah. the thing is, is that I've been able to pivot faster Maybe because I don't have that long history of whatever it is. And then when I see these guys doing stuff, like I've seen, I've had personal history with the NRA doing things. You know, yeah. I've seen it in my life. So when this came up, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what everyone was talking about. And I could pivot and realize, yeah, these guys are no good. We need to do something about them. But it's there's some guys out there that it's really, really difficult um, for them to do that. It's almost like the Democratic Party. Think about that. I was in a Democrat. I was a Democrat up until recently, like registered as a Democrat, but I wasn't voting for them. Right. Um, that's because yeah. a lot of immigrants do that same thing that I was doing. They come to America. You get your citizenship. You become a Democrat. You think that's a good thing. And then you start if you're looking at it, you start realizing, oh, no, that's not good. But also, if you think about it, like in the South a long time ago, people talk about this all the time. The Democrats are the ones that wanted slavery and gun control and all of that. But there's still yeah. people here in the South where I live here in Florida, in my in the county that I live in, most people are Democrats because their great great grandfather was a Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but they don't but they don't it's weird, right? They don't really vote for the Democrats, but but they're still in that for some reason they can't go and make that change of registering <laughs> with of another, Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough for so many reasons. I don't even I don't even think Republicans are on our side. <laughs> No, most of them are. Yeah, you know, I wish we <laughs> had the gun party again. Like, forget about the party labels, guys. Yeah, you know, I see, I see you see it in the comments all the time. All those Democrats, they're always trying to take our guns, and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> so we're like 95 percent of the Republicans. They'll yeah, stab yeah. you if yeah. they think they can get away from it with it. Right. Uh, yeah, so you know, I think that's why it's difficult here, and that's the thing. Like, one of the things I have to give to Hickok, even though I'm I'm obviously on the different side of this. Um, than those yeah. guys are. That's pretty tough to get up there, I think, and make a statement like that. You know? I, I should say so. Yeah, that's a tough thing. It's a tough... And guess what? That's why we're all sharing it. I got a whole bunch of people tell me, do you know what's going on right now? I'm sure you guys <laughs> got the same thing, right? Someone was like, hey, did you do you know what's happening? That's because Hickok is very important. And if he's really important to us, we're never going to get him... To, to come back to our side or agree with us on this issue if we berate him and beat him exactly. up. Yeah. You know, we just, yeah. we got to think about that. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hard to say, you know, I've, I've, I'm watching some of the comments on, on the feed here mm -hmm. and a lot of people thinking that they're only doing it because of the heat that they're feeling from, uh, from the gun owners. And maybe that's true. Yeah. You no, know, maybe okay. it took the gun owners you know, enough heat to put on these guys to wake them up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, don't kick, know don't kick them now. Like don't, what I'm trying to say is don't kick them when they're down. Don't be that person yeah. to kick a yeah. man when he's down if this man has been your friend in the past. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I got no hate for Hickok. I mean, when I first started, I think I had two videos out, and he gave me a shout-out on his channel, and that really, mm -hmm. you know, that really gave me a boost. And so I got no hate for the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, we, we need to be supportive of each other for sure. And like you said, this had to be hard for him because he's got that long storied history with the NRA. And yeah. it couldn't have been easy to come out in front of everybody after saying, go join the NRA, go join mm -hmm. the NRA. 
than say, well, we're cutting ties. We still support them, but we're cutting ties. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that had to be a, a good on him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that it's good that a lot of people were looking at it. What I hope is that people aren't, uh, like, kicking him when he's down. Let these guys go through their process. Let everyone go through their process. I know that this kind of seems desperate, and it is. This is, a, this is a tough situation that we're sitting in right now when it comes to the Second Amendment because we've got Republicans, we've got the president giving away the Second Amendment at the same time that Democrats aren't even celebrating Republicans or the president attacking the Second Amendment. They're like, you're not doing enough, right? So it's a, yeah. t- it's a tough time, but we've got to be careful, man, because, you know— we're, we're going to need all of us in this thing. We're going to need all of us in this thing. And I see people don't realize this. Like, I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I like Colin Noir, right? And I see the stuff that um, he goes through for this, and it, it's, it's weird. I think about it all the time. Because it's the same thing with Colin, that he was out there when he was making the videos and rants that we loved, we were all down with him. Yeah. And now there's lots of people, like, just... I mean, shitting on this guy, you know, and yeah. I get and like I, I, I see where I get where people are coming from, but it's it's not cool what you're doing. You're you know, you're pretending like he wasn't on our side and he and he still is on our side. It's just that he works for an organization. He's in a weird position. He doesn't have as much power as we think. Right. Yeah. See, my, yeah. My, my issue with. Um, and, I, and I like Colin as well. I, I like. I think his videos are great. My issue as an activist leader in the gun rights community has mm. been: Why in the world are we paying this guy and Dana, who are who are great people, awesome people? I've read right. Dana's books. I have her books. Why are we paying them so much money? There are literally fights going on in, in Washington. Mm. You want to be angry about the lawsuit in Washington? You should be looking at the NRA, the top executives going, what are you spending millions of dollars on NRA TV and all these contracts with these celebrities when the people in Washington state are getting screwed by their government? Why isn't that money going somewhere else? Yeah. That is a legitimate attack on not not those two individuals like Dana and Colin, but on the idea of why do we need to pay these celebrities to make these really neat looking videos? You no, know, is you're, that really necessary? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's <laughs> yeah, necessary. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a weird kind of situation there, I think, that um, – and this is the double-edged sword of what he's dealing with, right? Uh, he yeah. wasn't as big as he was now, I think, when the and he he was big. Everyone knew who he was, but he didn't have the kind of numbers until the NRA came along, and then they invested a lot of money – into the uh, basically the, the what we see today. There's a whole bunch what? of people outside of the the like the the real super gun guys, which we're in that super gun guy circle. There's a lot of people outside of that that know him because of what they did, and now that thing has kind of like turned on him, right? And it's it's because yeah. of all this money they spent, and it's it was probably a great thing for him in the beginning, but I'm sure today it's not so awesome. And it right, would have been yeah. better to have his own independence and be struggling. I mean, I can't tell you guys I know. Like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, these guys came in and they did all of this. But in the back of my mind, I've always said I've had these conversations. Like, I would rather not sign on that dotted line because once you do that, you've made yeah. this commitment now. 
and it could come yeah. back and, and, and burn you. And I think that's what's happening. And I 100% agree with you. Why is that money being spent in that way? You, you could still have these people on your side, but maybe you're supporting them um, a little bit instead of 100%. You know, but the reason why the NRA didn't do it, Greg, is because the NRA wanted to have ownership over people like us. This is the reason why they chose to have certain people out there and give those people a tremendous amount of money and put all these resources into them because then they would have them in lockdown. Yeah. You know, and that and that's like a that was a bad decision for the NRA to make, but they did it because they wanted ownership instead of looking at social media as it was growing and go, wow, there's a bunch of pro Second Amendment gun guys out there that we could help them and they could help us. Let's see what we can do for all these guys. They looked at it like, let's see who we can own. Let's see who we can lock down into things. And this is what's happening today. And now. The uh, bed sheet's been pulled back on that, and we can see how much money exactly is going into it. And we're like, oh, wait, that's not – I'm not going to keep giving money for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I know I agree with you on that, man. I'm not going to give money for that. And it's not because of Colin Noir. I think Colin Noir should have a lot of money. You know? Yep. But maybe it shouldn't come from the NRA. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? Right. Maybe that yeah, would yeah. make him um, more free to do things. I, I can't imagine if Colin Noir had his own YouTube channel where he just did gun stuff similar to what you're doing. He has a massive following. I mean, I can't imagine that there wouldn't be a bunch of people giving that dude five bucks a month to. If know, he quit today, awesome if he quit today, I don't know whether he could quit or not. So I'm not trying. And I'm not trying to make him do something. We're yeah. talking yeah, hypothetical. Yeah. If Colin Noir yeah. quit the NRA today, we would back him up as we should. I'm not saying everyone should go out there just like the conversation we had, but a lot of us would go, okay, man, I got you. I know what it is. Yeah. Right? You're going from that yeah. to this, but we need you. Because who have you seen on TV as much as Colin Noir? Who have yeah. you seen on Bill Maher, Joe Rogan? And when he did that, he was good, man. He was yeah, good. Absolutely. You know, when he was talking to Killer Mike, the rapper, right? from Run the Jewels. I don't know whether you guys know about that or not, but that's a big rap group in America. You know, he he did good stuff for us. We need him on our side. So I think that yes, a lot of us would 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 give him that same listen, maybe he'll, you know, he'll it'll go down a little bit, but ultimately a lot of us would get behind him and try to support him. And that's the way that that should be. You know? Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't, I don't know if those people are going to listen to me, but I would say if you can get out of there because the ship is going down. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never seen anything like this, man. I'll, I'll be honest. The whole Chris Cox thing threw me through a loop because I, I can't stand Chris Cox. I can't mm-hmm. stand Wayne LaPierre. I think those guys mm-hmm. keep selling gun owners out. Mm-hmm. And now that NRA all of a sudden <laughs> turned on Chris Cox and said, <laughs> you were attempting a coup. It's just like, dude, what what kind of movie are we in right now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're eating themselves now, right? They are. Yeah, Yeah. we've gotten to a desperate. I don't think this is the bottom. I don't think this is the bottom. No. No, and I. So I don't know. This is just my conjecture. My opinion is Mm -hmm. that uh, as stuff started to unravel, uh, perhaps Chris Cox, who I again, I still don't like the guy. Maybe he saw the writing on the wall and said, "Man, if we don't get rid of Wayne." This ship is just going to keep going down, and I don't mm-hmm. think that Chris Cox was going to be the savior of it necessarily. 
And so maybe he did go back and forth with somebody on potentially mm -hmm. trying to replace Wayne. But Wayne, Wayne's been around forever, right? He built the NRA into the compromising garbage that it is, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And and he's going to go down with the ship. You know, he'll ste mm -hmm. he steer it one way and he's going to steer it the other way, too. And so I, I don't think anybody's going to be able everybody that's tried to challenge the guy has been ousted now. So yeah. it's it's getting ugly, man. He It seems like he has 100 percent control of this. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Uh, what what do you guys think is going to happen with this? Do you think it's going to be the end of end of the NRA eventually, as it keeps snowballing? Do you think more people like Colin, Colin, and uh, Dana they're going to jump ship as well? Do you do you think that's going to happen? Uh, what do you? Th I'm gonna let you go, Craig, on and then I'll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I mean. An organization like the NRA does not fall very easily. Um, no. what, what's what's hard for me about the NRA is we've got to have people willing to step up and fill that void if it does happen. You know what I mean? So uh, if Wayne LaPierre decides to step down tomorrow, is the NRA all of a sudden going to turn into this no compromise, hard hitting, you know, boots on the ground activist organization? I don't think so, because I think, I quite think honestly, the NRA and, the, and a lot of the board members of the NRA are filled with a bunch of older guys who have yeah. been around forever and they don't want to get into the dirt with the Republicans, especially, and hold these Republicans accountable. That They don't want to do that kind of stuff. So right. Wayne Wallapierre gets replaced, great, which I think is good, mm -hmm. but honestly, I don't think it would change anything. I, th I think maybe the spending might get better, you know, as far as them not wasting as much money, but they, as far as compromising go, which is my big issue, I think the NRA will continue to compromise no matter who's running it at this point. Yeah. Um, by the way, okay, so real quick, I'm going to show those pictures of Lola when we get to like 100 thumbs up. So <laughs> I know there's more than 100 yes. people watching. You guys can help us get there. And I'll show the Lola. Everybody wants wants to see Lola. I'll show the Lola oh. pictures. So, so, huh? Yeah. Hit, smash the thumbs if you can. I know there's lots of guys out there. So here's the thing. I think that LaPierre did like uh, Putin, you know, basically what Putin did. Because LaPierre yeah. already replaced himself. He's not He's not the president, right? He's like, isn't he? What's his actual position that he holds? Like that he made the presidency into kind of like a figurehead thing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he already did that. And let's say he does that again and he moves himself down to like third position like Putin did and put someone else in there and everyone's like, oh, yeah, we got rid of Wayne LaPierre. He's still going to be getting money. He set all of this. Yeah. Yeah. His golden parachute is huge. Right. Yeah. So he's still going to be somehow involved. We just won't think he's involved. I've seen this so much in corporate America. Um, I remember once I worked at a hospital like a very uh, it's like a, a a big hospital in uh, in New York called the Hospital for Special Surgery. They do bone stuff. They worked on uh, athletes and doctors and all that kind of stuff. And the president actually embezzled money. So he had to leave and they got they got another person in there. And one day that guy came in and I was like, what's going on? Why? Because they were like, oh, you got to take care of this guy. But no one we don't want anyone to know he's here. The, the hospital still paid for him to get a car, phone, all kinds of stuff. They were still paying him a salary, but they didn't want anyone to know that he still had stuff to do with it. This is pretty much going to happen with the NRA. So I, I would agree with with Greg that it's it's probably not going to make that much of a difference. It probably needs to shrink. And those of us who think the way that we do, we need to either create or support other organizations that can do what we need to get done and just not worry about what the NRA is up to. If they want to keep up that pretense, yeah. let them keep it up. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know uh, when I was in D.C. this last this last week, uh, I was there on behalf of two state level groups with Idaho Second Amendment Alliance and Washington Gun Rights. Uh, but additionally, I got the invite from uh, my friends at the American Firearms Coalition, mm-hmm. and the American Firearms Coalition said, "Hey, do you want to come?" Mm-hmm. And and we all run state level groups, and they said, "Hey, we're going to take these petitions to the White House. We're going to go into the halls of of the congressmen and the senators." And we're gonna go door to door. We're just gonna start pounding pavement and stuff. I was like, hell yeah, man, I'm I'm down. And so we went to Washington D.C. in the White House, and and we tore it up on the ground for gun owners. And it was incredible to see how many gun owners were going. Why doesn't the NRA do what you're doing? Why publicly, like visually showing you, hey, mm-hmm. this is the work that we are doing. And I said, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but this is what we're going to do with the American Firearms Coalition. We're going to go exactly. grassroots up, and we're going to fight for gun owners, and that's how we roll. So yeah. Do you want to tell us about what happened in DC? Well, wait. It seems like people don't want to see Lola. So this, I don't <laughs> see the thumbs going up. So I'm just going to assume that nobody wants yeah. to see Lola or whatever. The thumbs Fine. up, people. Yeah. Thumbs up for <laughs> if you Lola. don't want to do it. Meanwhile, we got we got Greg. <laughs> we got Dad here. So tell us, Greg. So what? Okay. So you went off to. I know this. I heard the uh, audio from Rubio, which was. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, Rubio, so, man. Boy. You know, I was actually. For those that don't know, if you, if you ever go to uh, Washington D.C., the Capitol building doesn't actually have any of the offices of the congressman in there, other than like. Speaker Pelosi has her own special office in the Capitol. What mm-hmm. you end up doing is going out to office buildings off to the side of the Capitol, and they're all housed inside of there. And the and the House is in one big building, and the Senate's in another. So I went to the Senate building, and I was going to find Patty Ann Murray, okay, Senator Murray from Washington State, because that was one of the groups I was representing. And I was walking around the the floor, and if if you've never been in there, it's a giant square. At each floor, you can go around the entire thing in this big square until you've completed a whole loop. Mm-hmm. Well, I ran into Rubio's office, okay? Senator Rubio, uh, uh, gun gun grabbing Marco Rubio, as I like to call him. All, all he's and trying I, to do I is go- become president, man, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to do my best to make sure that doesn't Me happen. too, man. So, yeah. Yep. So uh, I go into his office first and and I start talking to this person running the desk and there's like 15 people in this room and he's not in there at the time mm-hmm. okay so there's like 15 people in this room and I go up to the front desk person and and I very politely but firmly say I'm, I'm here with the American Firearms Coalition a message for Senator Rubio stop pushing flag laws right and so I go big long spiel you're helping diane feinstein you're helping chucky schumer and and the whole time the whole room is dead silent everybody's just watching me go off on marco rubio (laughs) in his own office and so i and so i get done and i leave and and what i what i had done was i was taking selfies with these plaques outside of their offices so people could see that it was me and they could see where i I had visited Mm -hmm. well I walk around to the other side of the floor and i look down on my phone and i realize the picture's blurry so I go back around, I take another selfie with his plaque, and I walk about 40 feet from his office, and I start looking at my picture, and behind me I hear, uh, you know, hey, Senator, we were just coming to see you. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, wait, what? 
Mm-hmm. And so then I hear Marco Rubio's voice, which is very distinct, right? When you hear mm-hmm. Rubio's voice, you know it's him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so I start fumbling with my phone and I get my video recorder going because I, you know, I want to make sure that what I say is not misunderstood and what he says is not misunderstood. Right. Just and in case you get know, arrested. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Just in case I go to jail, I've got proof. Yeah. And so uh, unfortunately, when I, I have the cat, I'm holding the phone up like this. And I thought I hit the button to turn it around. So the video, there's actually a video, but it's also only of my chest. But you can hear the audio very clearly. And so, you know, we just go back and forth. He's booking it towards an elevator mm-hmm. and I'm following him. And we're having this discussion back and forth on red flag laws. And he kept trying to, you know, weasel his way out of the conversation. And I just kept telling him, look, gun owners are pissed mm-hmm. that you're doing this crap, you know, and, and holding him accountable. And honestly, Hank, that's what it's about. He's a Republican. Do you do you think an NRA lobbyist ever would have done what I did to Marco Rubio? No, not a million years. I'm going to say no on that. Yeah, not not a chance that they ever. And and here's the thing: I I was respectful. I used his title. I didn't call him names. I wasn't anything like that. But I was letting him know that we were pissed that he was supporting red flag laws and that he should he should stop doing it. Right. That's the type of accountability that a lot of these gun groups will not do mm-hmm. to sitting u.s senators right that was freaking marco rubio <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and and i didn't care i didn't give a crap who he was i was mad that he was screwing gun owners in florida over and he's trying to screw the rest of us over with sr7 the bill that he proposed and so so one here, of the big uh go ahead no i'm sorry so i i want to point people in the right direction to look at this video what's the name of your channel that that's on again yeah, it's um, Title of Liberty Enterprises. I can. Uh, Title I can throw of a Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, why did you why did you name it this? Okay, so the the short story is I have the other YouTube channel which I have now given. It was a pure gun channel which I gave to the American Firearms Coalition. I still run it. I still help out with it. Title of Liberty Enterprises is a new channel where I'm, I want to talk about other things that aren't gun-related necessarily. Right. And I felt like if I took my old channel and just started throwing up other non-2A stuff that was liberty-related, mm-hmm. that I would be doing a disservice to the people who want, went to that channel because it was gun-related. So right. Title of Liberty Enterprises is kind of, I'll talk about you know, healthcare or uh, immigration or any of those types of issues on that channel, on yeah. my new channel. So I'm so. rolling the channel in right now, and I just subscribed from Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded on the channel. Um, I'd like to okay. invite everyone who's listening to this to check it out if you'd like to, uh, you know, follow this kind of material. If you want to hear the audio of Greg talking to Senator Rubio, uh, is it, what is he? Is he a senator, congressman? Senator. Senator, senator. yeah, Rubio, unfortunately. Unfortunately, he's a senator. Yep, and so yeah. I'll have another video coming out in uh, sometime in the next week. I actually ran into Cory Booker uh, oh in the halls. In the, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I ran into uh, the court. So I, what, what happened was I was going to find Senator Murray's uh, again, and I went to Senator Murray. Uh, I was trying to find her office and I look down the hallway and I see this really bright light and I hear somebody talking. So I knew that somebody was getting interviewed mm-hmm. and I thought we're in the U S Senate building. This has to be a Senator. So I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. So That's you're like a dog. Down. Your ears prick up every time you hear oh, a Senator. Yeah. <laughs> My spidey senses were going, man. It's like time to and, go to work. <laughs> uh, so I, I start, I get about halfway down the hallway 
and mm-hmm. I see it's, it's a black guy and I hear his voice and I'm thinking, man, that sounds a lot like Cory Booker. Mm-hmm. And so I keep going down the hallway, but there wasn't very many people. So I thought, you know, sure. I thought he had this entourage that followed him everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, he only had two staff members. There was two media people and a state cop or a okay. Capitol policeman. Okay. So I go around, I go around the camera and I just sit there with my phone and I'm recording waiting for this, this guy to get, he was talking about reparations at the time mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for him to get done. And he gets done and he starts shaking people's hands and I go around <laughs> and he's like, Hey man, I really like your tie. And I was like, Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. It's too bad. I have to fight you on gun control. He tried to defuse you. <laughs> everything changes at that yeah. point. Right. Uh-huh. So he's like, well, 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 you know, I, I don't want to take guns from law abiding people. And I'm like, Senator, Criminals aren't going to follow no matter whatever you pass. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see his staff members start putting their arms up in front of my face, uh, like handing me their cards, their business cards. That's their way of uh, stopping you. But at the same time, they can say, well, I was just handing you a business mm-hmm. card. And so they start getting in my way. We kind of went back and forth for about you know, 15, 20 seconds. It was a really short conversation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't dare push it with the Capitol Police there. I didn't feel like I ended up in jail at the time. Yeah. So you should have uh, told him that you're going to use all your reparations money to buy guns. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I don't know if we should even get into the whole reparations thing right now, but that is a boondoggle. Yeah, it was. uh, That is crazy. uh, Oh, actually, while I was waiting to get into the building, the uh, Black Panthers were outside Mm -hmm. while we were waiting to go through security saying reparations through any means possible. so there was that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I don't. I, first of all, I don't know where the money's coming from. Second of all, the people who are related, like the American, like I'm related to slaves from the Caribbean, right? So I'm not getting any reparations. Even if I was, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want that. Um, the other thing is, in America today, the people who are related to slaves are not just black people. Yeah. Yeah, no, there were yeah. there were people of other uh, there yeah. were white people so, slaves as well. Yeah. yeah. And I mean it, it's it's kind of like an insane thought of of what we're going to do. Uh, slavery, horrible thing, should never happen ever again um, anywhere on the face of the planet, although it's happening on the face of the planet today, but reparations is a stupid crazy idea that um, I don't I don't know what the hell I don't know what the hell is going through people's minds. Uh, let me um, let me read this quick thing. I think it's just something to distract people and you know uh, get people all caught up. And by the way, I saw them booing young black Democrats who were trying to tell them don't do this yes. reparations yeah. thing. So Burns Owens and I can't remember who the other young guy's yeah. name was. Yeah, but yeah, they were booing them. This the, is not hearing. it's not a good idea. You know what's the reparations America has given to all of us? It's gotten better. Okay, it's gotten better. And on top of that, you know what? If you really want the people who are responsible for slavery that happened to the Africans, the the West Africans that came here to America, you might want to start with the West Africans that sold them into slavery, too. Are we going to get some money from like Ghana, Nigeria? Are we going to go get some money from them? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't think they have money, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. That's not going to work out. We we don't have any either. Um, John John Blaze gave us five bucks. He says uh, the board needs to take over the NRA, like Wayne did in mid seventies. If not, the NRA could be bought out by Bloomberg if they crumble. Here's the thing: when he took over the NRA, he locked all the rules down so that no one else could yeah. do that to him. Yeah, right. Well, and they changed it now, right? So in order to run, you have to have been a a life or a board member or something like that for five 
beers. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Life member or board member? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Uh, so they're making it harder to challenge. Yeah, they upped it. I think now you have to be a life member plus someone that's already on the board has to like certify you, remember? They, they put a whole yeah. bunch of rules in there at the recent NRA. So he locked it down even more. I'm trying to tell people the NRA is a lost cause. Like even us yeah. talking bad about them is a waste of our time and energy. I'm with you guys. I'm not a yeah. fan of the NRA. We're wasting our time and our energy going after them. They're going down by their own yeah. hand. They're getting hoisted on their own petard. Let's move let's move on and, and do some other things because we could get distracted by that dumpster fire that is the NRA and 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 then and then let Trump and a whole bunch of other people do craziness that we're going to have to live with. Right. Yeah. You know, so um, we got to move on from them. I just really seriously don't think there's any way to take them over, guys. It's not it's not going to happen. Um, Man, what do you think, Dan? You think yeah, it's what possible? You, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? Honestly, I think I think like you, I agree with you. It's a lost cause. We need to put our focus somewhere else in more positive places. And like what Greg's doing, he's out there, he's talking to people, he's talking to, he's talking to these political figures, and uh, I think there needs to be more of that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the NRA is, should be an afterthought, and uh, just let them burn themselves down. Yeah. Just like Rome, let it fall from the inside. Yeah. Let's figure out how to support the GOA, other organizations out there, people like Greg Absolutely. doing what he's doing. Um, let's, let's, let's do that with our energy. You know, I, I want more pit bulls like Greg out there. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we need, that's, right? We, we it's we fun, do. man. But yeah, we do. We need a lot more gun owners willing to, you know, and again, you don't have to be uh, rude or condescending to these people, but you don't mm-hmm. let them off the hook. No. I mean, I have, I have a minute and a half. Go watch that video later on after the show. It's a minute and a half long. It was a very quick conversation. And he's a smart guy, he's a politician. If I didn't interject and interrupt what he was doing, he was going to take up that entire minute and a half till he got to the elevator <laughs> and those doors closed, right? Mm-hmm. He was not going to let me get a word in edgewise, uh, but I didn't let him off the hook. I was going to hold him accountable for supporting red flag laws, and and I, I don't care that it's me. If, I, if it was anybody else, to me, make that stuff go viral all over the state of Florida. Right. You want to make him feel pain for for supporting red flag laws, Marco Rubio, share that video all over the state of Florida Mm -hmm. and watch his opponent pick that up and go. Yeah, see, he was screwing gun owners and he was running to the elevator. I mean, I would use the living crap out of that if I was his opponent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing that people don't realize for you doing this, because I know uh, I've gone through some of this, um, you know, in the background of what I'm doing for you doing what you're doing. You're making yourself an enemy to the establishment. Oh, yeah. 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 And people think that's some kind of joke, but they're always going to remember that Greg did this. So if at some point you've got to go on and do things, these guys are going to go, oh, by the way, that was that guy. (laughs) They don't forget this kind of stuff. We we got attacked by the attorney general's office here in Idaho because uh, we had a guy, a legislator, Republican legislator who was a powerful committee chairman. He was in he was in office for 32 years. Mm-hmm. Longest serving Idaho legislator legislator in our history and gun owners took him out mm-hmm. in the last election cycle. Mm-hmm. OK, so then two months later, magically, 
I get hit with this potential lawsuit from the attorney general's office because I went, you know, we went after this guy for, for blocking gun bills. Mm -hmm. And so when you do what I do, you are going to make very, very powerful enemies. They're going to come after you legally. They may come after you physically. They're Mm -hmm. going to, I mean, you are going to get bombarded with a lot of stuff and that's something a lot of gun owners don't want to deal with. And that's why Mm -hmm. they don't get into the fight. You know, they're like, Oh, I want the politicians to like me. And so I don't care how much they stab me in the back. You know, I want access to Wayne LaPierre and all these other activists, you know, so I'm going to I'm going to buddy up to them and I'll defend them no matter what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, no, screw that. Yeah, (laughs) screw that, man. If if you ever see me compromising on gun rights, I expect you to call me out. Mm -hmm. I expect you to attack me for doing that. I'm never going to do it, but I would expect Mm -hmm. you to. So that's how we have to hold politicians. And at least say, hey, Greg, you know, you know, I think you're straying a little bit off the path here. You know, this is yeah. like I thought this was the plan. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Our job is like if I see those guys, I give them a piece of my mind. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. I believe that's my job. Now, there's no cameras Absolutely. rolling a lot of times when I do it. Yeah. There's no one taking <laughs> pictures or anything like that. Yeah. But there's people who get mad at me. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, but, but that's what we need I, to do, though. We need to do it. I mean, I guess, you know, in hindsight, I could have had that conversation with Rubio and not tried to record it. Mm-hmm. But the reason I recorded it wasn't for my own fame and gain of, I mean, I don't gain anything. You know, my, you know mm-hmm. my situation. Yeah. I wanted to show gun owners that it's okay. It's number one, it's okay to confront Republican legislators mm-hmm. or senators, whoever it is, and hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. And number yeah. two, you can do that in a way where you don't come across looking like a piece of crap yeah, right exactly i mean i could have went up to him and i said hey little marco rubio how's it going <laughs> you little gun grabbing son of a bit you know i mean i could have done that but guess what he's not gonna now talk not, yeah no he's number one he wouldn't have talked and number two there would have been a whole bunch of gun owners who said well wait a minute this guy's kind of a this guy's kind of a pos too he's not you know, you know so mm-hmm. i respect what marco rubio's position is mm-hmm. but i'm not going to let him off the hook at all. So. Absolutely. I think you did Absolutely. it the right way. I, I, did you get a chance to listen to this, Dan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I watched it uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Greg, good on you, man. Yeah, man. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It's a good thing. You, you need to record it because I think, um, like you said, first of all, for your own, uh, in case something goes wrong or whatever. But, yes, people definitely need to see that we can have like a uh, respectful discourse here. Ultimately, it's going to come down to voting where we're going to get these guys. With Rubio, we need to get him out of office. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any of these Republicans, like I'm here in Florida, any of these Republicans that are voting uh, for for uh, like uh, gun control, I don't want them in office. This is what happened with Scott. I got a lot of heat here on this show because I refused to support Scott to become a senator for Florida. And people are like, what's wrong with you? This guy put gun control in Florida. How are we going to vote for him? Oh, that means you're going right. to vote for a Democrat then. No, I'm not going <laughs> to vote for him. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. We can't. Re- if you reward these guys for doing the wrong thing, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know, we need to take them out. You know what I was going to ask you guys about this? And I'm really interested in, in what Dan thinks about this as, as well. So I'll probably start with Dan. Okay, I have a theory that gun guys out there are not mad right now. They're not woken up and active under what Trump is doing because they can't find their way to getting mad at Trump for some reason. It feels like they need Ocasio-Cortez or somebody 
up in there before they get mad. What do you think about that? I, I think you're right. Uh, Trump derangement syndrome goes both ways. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's a two-way street. There's yeah. people who are completely blind to his policies and uh, what's going on with his stance with the Second Amendment. And, you know, when when he was running, I thought to myself, well, what's a New York Democrat running on a Republican ticket for? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it didn't surprise me when he came after the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. It, I wasn't surprised by it at all. And a few of my friends were and they were, you know, it caught him off guard. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, I, th- I think you're right. People need people need a, a bad guy to look at. They need a. They need an AOC to look at. They need someone, a commie, to hunt down, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it kind of distracts from some of the some of the issues going on. Mm-hmm. I don't, you and, know, uh, and, and like you're saying about like a Democrat from New York, right? I, I was a Democrat from New York. That doesn't yeah. mean that that person can't be no, no, pro-gun, yeah. but they but they have to prove it. Is what I'm saying. You can't just go like put an R on your name. <laughs> You know, and then okay, now you're all about you're all about the Constitution. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You have to get out there and actually prove it. Am I uh, right? Yeah. I mean, how yeah. many fundraisers did Trump have for the Clintons? How many? You know, it's. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I think he pulled the wool over a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. To be honest. Also, what did he do that the NRA thought that this guy was pro gun? I don't under, I don't understand it. I don't know if you do, Greg. I, like I'm trying to figure out what was it? He had a revolver that he was one of the few elite people in New York City who was able to have a concealed weapons permit. Yeah, I, I mean, I've said it from the beginning. Trump has never been a, a gun guy. He's never been a pro gun guy. Um, his son may be a bigger pro gun person than he is, but. Uh, you know, President Trump's just not. He's, that's not him. He's not a gun person at all. He's a he's a economics person, if you want to, a business yeah. person, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I wish he would just stop talking on Twitter when it came to at least the gun issues. Fine, if you want to get on Twitter, but when it comes to gun stuff, just stop talking because. And that was our message to President Trump when we went to the White House and to uh, all the congressmen and senators we met with is if you, especially the Republicans, if you keep pushing red flag laws, like President Trump said, right? Take the guns first, due process later. That's Mm -hmm. what a red flag law is. Yep. I said, you are going to cost not only yourselves the election, but you're going to cost the president the election because gun owners will stay home. Mm -hmm. Like we've already got the bump stock ban. We've got the fix nicks. Mm -hmm. Now they're looking at suppressors, Republicans supporting potential suppressor regulation. Right. And they're supporting red flag laws. I mean, what, what motivation do gun owners right now have to go out and vote? Other than the fact that, you know, maybe crazy Bernie or crazy Joe or, you know, Booker or somebody is going to be worse. You know, you better hope that that's the case, because right now I'm seeing a lot of gun owners saying, I'm not voting for Trump. I just can't take this gun stuff anymore. Yeah. So I don't think that like someone saying that we that we all thought he was pro gun. um, I think a lot of people I know I I voted for Trump. I'm not going to lie about that. but yeah. I think because we weren't going to vote for Hillary. And then I think, um, you know, in the uh, Libertarian Party, it was pretty obvious that those guys weren't pro, like, they weren't pro-gun. Hillary wasn't pro-gun. I, just, I don't like Hillary for anything. I'm not going to vote for her. I would have rather voted yeah. for someone in the uh, Libertarian Party, to be honest with you. But um, it seemed to me like those guys were also there. And 
I was hoping that maybe his sons would have some kind of influence over him. So I was like, okay, in the end, he's probably not going to be pro-gun. Maybe we'll get some people in the Supreme Court and all those kinds of things. Because ultimately, the president's going to have a lot to do with who sits on the Supreme Court and some other stuff. Um, sure. I don't regret oh. it, but we're the ones that have to hold his feet to the fire and say, okay, you, he, but he did put out a message of being pro-gun just by going to the NRA convention. And saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be for guns." Yeah, yeah. well, and I, I think there, we have to also distinguish. To me, there's a difference between pro-gun and pro-second amendment, right? And I know you sure. use them interchangeably, right? But for those watching, um, I, I usually try to say pro-second amendment because there are people who love guns who suck when it comes to defending the second amendment and shall not be infringed. Mm -hmm. And so. President Trump may be pro-gun, so to speak, but I don't think he's really as pro-Second Amendment as we want him to be. He's proven that right. he is not. Yeah. And, right. and the problem is he is looking – OK, so we've established that Trump is not a gun guy. He's not a Second Amendment guy. That's not his issue. Mm -hmm. Well, who is he going to look to to guide him on issue? He's going to look to the NRA, right, the big dog on the block. He's going to look to the NRA. Well, the problem is the NRA is giving him crappy advice. Yeah. Hey, bump stocks. Yeah, go ahead. You know, yeah. fix Nick. Sure. Why not? You know, and yeah. so red flag laws. Sure. We got a minute long video of Chris Cox supporting red flag law. And yeah. so he's getting that advice from the group who he assumes is the representation of gun owners because there are like five million gun owners mm -hmm. that are NRA members. And so our goal when we went with the American Firearms Coalition was to go and say, look, you're getting really bad advice. You're not a gun guy, fine, but here's the reality. Gun owners on the ground are pissed off at the NRA. They're not supporting the NRA right now and their support of red flag laws. Stop doing it. Stop looking at suppressors. Don't even touch suppressors, which we are told uh, he has gotten some better advice on the suppressor issue. Cause he, okay. you know, remember he said, I don't really like the things. Yeah. We are now being told that he's getting better advice on that issue and, and okay. that it shouldn't go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> you know, that, um, that's what we're being told. So. Yeah, let me get this in here. I don't know if you had something you wanted to uh, say, Dan. Let me get this comment from Ant Diesel Vision in real quick. Uh, he says, uh, forget uh, the pro-gun argument. We're pro-freedom. We sound like crazed nuts to anti-gun citizens because all we talk is about pro-2A. Okay. You know, uh, I get that. I understand what that is. I mean, we, we are. I think everyone here is, uh, is in the shall not be infringed camp. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I sure. think that's very important for freedom, okay, because I don't believe you have anything that you can't defend. Like, if you if you want freedom, you have to be able to defend freedom or fight for Absolutely. freedom if you don't have it, right? So, yeah. but that There's is true. There's always men looking to take that away. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that, that, that perhaps is a point that we need to make more that we're pro-freedom, right? What do you guys think about that? No, go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, what do you think? Are we lacking? Are we lacking in making the point that we're pro freedom? Uh, can you say that again? Um, so, Ant Diesel Vision was saying that we need to make it clear that we're pro freedom, you know, um, and maybe we're not making that point clearly enough to people. Yeah, uh, I, I think I, I think he's right. Uh, but you know, we're gun. I'm a gun YouTuber. You're a gun YouTuber. Greg, he's a two A YouTuber. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we kind of get tunnel vision, but mm -hmm. yeah, First Amendment, sec all the amendments, you know, mm -hmm. we're, I'm, I'm pro-freedom, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm pro-free speech, I'm pro-right to assembly, I'm pro, you know, mm -hmm. but I think we can't get caught up on, you know, the Second Amendment and get tunnel vision, so. 
Yeah, um, I think he can be right about that. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough thing. Uh, it's a tough thing. I don't know if um, – yeah, I mean, you're right. I think that because of what we do, we stick to that. But I think we try to make that point that we're pro-free. Look, that's the reason why I didn't call like this podcast the Second Amendment podcast specifically. I called it Who Moved My Freedom, you know? And, yeah. and, I, tr- and I try to st- – like I don't just talk about guns. I try to talk about lots of things that I yeah. think are related to freedom. But, you know, maybe we, we get caught up in this stuff because it's what we're passionate about. And, you know, we talk about the guns. And, and I think even like as Greg made the point, it's not really the guns. It's uh, the Second Amendment. You know, um, there's a lot of things here that sometimes in our passion uh, we, you know, we drift a little. Yeah, yeah and that's why – Oh, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and that's why you know I on my on my new channel, I wanted to get activists. You know, I fight and I teach. I actually teach classes um, here in Idaho on how to really fight for whatever issue is important to you, as long as it's for liberty. Um, and that's why I, you know got the new channel up was because I wanted to teach more people in other areas mm-hmm. of fighting for liberty, how to do the type of politics that we do, which we call confrontational politics. Um, and, and so you're right. I mean, I, I think we can all do better always at expanding our ability and our and our footprint uh, for liberty. And I think we need a lot more people doing it. It's not, it's not enough for just Hank to do it or for Dan to do it or for me to do it. We need a lot of supporters at the Capitol the U.S. Capitol and your state capital or city hall or, or wherever fighting for liberty. And I think too many people, it's, it's, just, it's a lot of work and they don't want to get involved. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DCG44 says we need to clarify that the 2A is the key to ensuring freedom lives. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So listen, it's about like 13. We've got about 13 thumbs ups away from me showing those pictures. If you want to see Lola... Let me get those 13. There's over 100 people watching oh, right yeah. now. We should be 13. able to get those 13 thumbs ups. Otherwise, I'm just going to tell Lola that you guys didn't want to see her. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm going to say, hey, I didn't, you know, they didn't want to see you, Lola. They just want to see me because I'm the better looking one. <laughs> I, I understand that. <laughs> so come on. I know you guys are out there. Wake up. Smash the thumbs yep. right now. Yeah, it's 104 on my end, so you've yeah. got 11 more to go. I'm showing 11 more to go. Oh, Come on, Pete. okay, all right, yeah. So let's you make it happen. Lola. Yeah, we got you know it's a call to action. We got to get the people to activate call to action. and do something. Six yeah. more, six more. Oh, really? Okay, we're getting there. Oh, see, just uh, see, it's just ironic. You got to actually make the people do something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they forget. They're passionate too, right? They forget. So if you guys want yeah. to see this, you want to see what Lola's brother looks like, you know. Um, he's, he's in the military, folks. You got to support him. So get a thumbs yeah, up so we can see Lola's brother. For a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um, two more. Two more, Hank. Yeah. yeah Safety Harbor. Walter says he misses Lola. Yeah. Okay. I know. <laughs> by, by the way, Walter is coming back Monday. He is back in the United nice. States of America. I tried to get him, like, uh, deported at the airport, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go, Hank. You got a hundred. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well. Okay. I don't see a hundred up here on my thing, but okay. I believe you, man. I believe you. We got a hundred. Okay. So let's jump into this real quick, then. Let's uh, yeah. let's do this since we got the hundred. Boom. There's Lola. There you go. Lola's wearing. Lola doesn't wear dresses when she's over here. So this is her brother. I can't see. He's got a bunch of stuff there on his uh, 
So I was never in the military, so I don't know what any of these things mean, to be honest with you. I guess uh, if someone I, I was, in the military, but I can't they, see what you're looking yeah, you at. Yeah, you can't see this. Yeah, this is coming up on the um, – so this will be on the actual uh, broadcast that's going on, which is a little bit behind. But this is Lola's brother, oh, Fred. There he goes with Lola. Let's go. Let's oh, see. Okay. Let's go to another one here. So here are both of her brothers. Uh, so here's Fred. That's her older brother. And then this is Sam, her younger brother. <laughs> so there they go. Um, and then let's see. Here's another picture with Lola and her brother. There he goes. He's got that. Uh, what is that? Is it a beret, that thing? I think it's called a beret. That uh, So they, that's a very nice one. You know, there you go. So yeah. shout out to... Uh, it's a Sergeant Major Fred out there. Cool. You know, he's a he's a Sergeant Major. He's like a military <laughs> lifer, that guy. So he's a, he's yeah, a good yeah. he's a good guy. To be Sergeant Major, you have to be. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, he's a good yeah, guy. The star, man. the star in the middle is the Sergeant Major of the of his rockers. And oh, stuff, is that so. what? Okay. Yeah, and that's the beret uh, that he's got on. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the, ar the army, a lot of the army went away from the berets for unless you're in like a dress uniform, which which is what he's in. Okay. Uh, the army went away from the berets. I always thought it, when we first got him, I was like, man, this is a little bit too Frenchy for me, and uh, <laughs> we hated it. Those things were such a pain in the butt. Yeah, they were. Uh, it was terrible, man. So yeah. they finally got rid of them. Oh, okay. Goodness. Yeah, I I thought they were kind of sissified, but I but they look kind of machoed up a little bit now, right? Or no? Or are they still sissified? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. still don't like it. You, you, still... you get to put your unit <laughs> emblem. Uh, you'll see it on that picture there. It, whatever mm. your unit is, you got your emblem on there, I guess. But other than mm. that, I don't know. And they and ours were black. Like for us, the green berets. Those were the guys that wore the berets, right? Because that was unique to right. them. They were mm -hmm. the green berets. And then all of a sudden, the whole army was like, we're all going to wear berets. And it was like, that's, that's stupid. Why not baseball so. caps or something? You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. that would be cooler. But, yeah, congratulations. I know they're having fun all hanging out. They haven't seen each other probably for a long time. So, yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, and I did get a chance to talk to him. I know he's pretty excited about it. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to him. Yeah, that's and, a big um, achievement. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 put in a lot of work, you know. Um, he's been in the army since before Lola and I got together, so, and he's uh, been through some things. Uh, way back, uh, years and years ago, there was this guy that went in with a, a suicide vest into one of the mess halls in Iraq. I don't know if you guys remember that. There was a yeah. guy that got into a mess hall and blew himself up. Yeah. Well, so Fred was yeah. there, and uh, he was he he's been in the X-ray like. Um, you know, doing x-rays and stuff like that for a long time. But he was there and he responded and he helped uh, people and all that kind of stuff. And I think he was in the New York Times because I have a clipping somewhere, wow. you know, from responding and helping people and stuff like that. And he's, he's gone through a lot of things. I think one time the army blew him up when he was, I think when he was in boot camp or something, they blew him up accidentally. But there's probably a lot of stories like that, right, where guys get blown up. Blue on blue, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't do it, but he was like, "Yeah, this uh, grenade went off when it wasn't supposed to." So, yeah. Yeah. Know. Well, in in basic training, um, you do some train. You get to throw a live grenade, mm -hmm. and at, at least you used to. I don't know if they still do that, but mm -hmm. um, you get to throw a live grenade, and they basically put you through some training where if you accidentally drop it, then you know they grab you, throw you outside of the bunker, and then you both try to jump out of the bunker. Uh, but that has happened before where 
guys drop it and they can't get out in time and they get yeah. ended up getting hurt or whatever. But yeah, you get to throw a live grenade. Mm -hmm. You actually don't get to watch it. Once you throw it, mm -hmm. you have to duck down in the bunker so you don't get to see your own grenade explode. So, so what is it like a wall or something in, in between? It's it's basically um, yeah, it's like a. I don't know. Shape. At least where I was, it was like a three foot circular wall, mm -hmm. a big brick wall. And I mean, you chuck this thing as far as you can throw it. Right. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to throw it out like a foot away from the wall because mm -hmm. it's not going to be pretty. But, yeah, you just chuck it out there as far as you can. Then you duck in the wall. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. 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 Sounds like fun. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> give me give me a grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could mess that up too, right? You could mess up the grenade launcher. Uh, I don't know if you guys, if any of you have ever done the grenade launcher thing. No, I did not get to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could probably uh, go wrong. So, okay, cool. Yeah. So shout out to them. You know, we got a bunch of people. Let's see, what, what, what else do you guys want to talk about here? What other things do we have uh, going on well, I here? Got some, I got some local news. Uh, Bud okay. Gunshot. You okay. got some of your buds, right? Yeah, that's uh, you're in Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's up with yeah, buds? They, uh, they've shut down over the weekend. There was a death at the range, a shooting death, I think. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know exactly what happened with it. You know, the reports are still early because it happened right before this broadcast went on. So wow. Okay. So, oh man. So I've never I've never been to Bud's Gun Shop. I've bought stuff from them. You know. Um, what tell tell me what's the deal with Bud's Gun Shop over there? Is is it like a really old business in Kentucky? Yeah, it's it's been around for a long time. I mean, as long as I can remember, uh, we would go to Lexington and you know go to Bud's Gun Shop. You know, it used to be in Paris, then it moved to Lexington, but then back to Paris, and it jumped around a lot. But you know, it, over the past ten years, it really really boomed and mm -hmm. uh, became one of the largest gun stores in America online. I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a long history there. When I go there, I'm like a kid in a candy shop. I just don't want to leave and I want to touch mm -hmm. everything. And is this, is the store real like high tech inside or is it just a big warehouse? I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it, any videos nice. or it's, anything. Uh, it's not really set up like a warehouse. It's really nice. You walk in, there's a big Gatling gun staring at you. Mm -hmm. You're looking down the barrel, this old school Gatling gun. And, uh, then there's a whole bunch of guns off to the right when you when you walk in and mm -hmm. it just keeps getting better as you go, you know. So. Okay, and so there's oh. a there's a uh, what was that, Greg? Sorry. No, I was just that's crazy, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez. So there's a gun. There's a uh, range there, and you're saying someone got hurt on the range? Yeah, I believe so. A, a body was found on the range, so Ooh. I guess one of the workers came no. down and yeah. dead person. So wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh. That's terrible. Uh, shout out to C4 Defense, by the way. I see C4 Defense is in there. Um, I think I said Walter is out there. Shout out to Walter. I don't know if you guys have any uh, of your folks that are in here in the chat you want to shout out while we're here doing it. Feel free to do it. Um, I'm going to throw this up on the screen. This is this is Greg, uh, Title of Liberty Enterprises. That's where you guys need to go follow. That's where he's got the video, but he's looking really serious in the thumbnail for that video. He's looking. He found the meanest <laughs> picture possible. I was, I was, I was angry, man. Marco Rubio's pissing me <laughs> off. He's making my job harder because I here I am trying to stop red flag laws as, as a you know a leader in the gun rights movement, mm -hmm. and and 
I got Republicans stabbing me in the back, lying Lindsey Graham and little Marco Rubio are screwing us over. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and I oh. let his staff know. And then eventually I let him yeah. know too. Marco Rubio makes me mad every single time, man. He's always like ready to sell out the people who support him to become president or whatever it is. It just makes me really like, just have a backbone for once, man. Right. You know, just, uh, I, well, I, and, and, yeah. yeah, is he, is Rubio actually your senator for your area in Florida? Or? Um, well, he's more. I think he's more like um, the. He's more like like the Miami area. I don't know how we divide. We've got no, two. No, no, we got no. two. Hey, right? yeah. Hey, Hank. Yeah. No, you're. The way the U.S. Senate works is mm-hmm. both senators represent the entire. Okay, state. so it's the entire state, right? Okay. Yeah. So right. now it's not like the congressmen. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. Your congressmen are divided up, uh, but yeah. the, the way the U.S. Senate works, it's both of them represent everybody. Everyone. Okay. Country. So yeah. so now okay. we got Rubio yeah. and we got Scott representing everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, represent representing is probably a, a, yeah. a bad term with those two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're supposed to represent you, and and honestly, that's the one thing I wanted to tell him, and I, I think I did it twice, if I remember, in the in that conversation, was mm-hmm. gun owners are pissed. Mm-hmm. Gun owners are furious about this red flag issue, and that he's a part of push pushing these unconstitutional. That will stick with him. I promise you that that is going to stick with him. He may not care in the end. Mm-hmm. He's going to remember that when, I told him gun owners are pissed about what's when happening. When does um when does Rubio come back up for re-election or is he is he planning on running against Trump probably? How much you want to no, know? He's not, no, he's not. Okay. He's not nobody's going to challenge Trump. Oh, Nobody okay. seriously. So yeah. he comes back up for re-election when? Cuz I think I saw actually I think he was at that Orlando Trump rally supporting Trump probably. I think I saw he that. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So when is he up for re-election? When can we get rid of Rubio? Yeah, I'll try to look it up here real quick. <laughs> yeah. But no, I know that's a good question. <laughs> and that's the problem with the U.S. The US Senate. It's every six years, and so right. um, you know you 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 can basically do something stupid in the first year of your of your election, and then hope that everybody forgets five years later. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pixamite wants to know what part of Kentucky is uh, Dan from? What part of Kentucky are you from, Dan? I am in northern Kentucky. I'm right along the Ohio River. Oh, okay. Um, and then just let people know what the channel is, Gun Doctor TV. What other uh, stuff, like where else could they find you if they want to see what you're doing? I am pretty much everywhere. I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, um, BitChute, uh, GunStreamer, YouTube, all oh, stuff. You're on everything. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on He's it like all. chlamydia. He's everywhere. <laughs> hey, listen. You know. I used to be on VidMe before that was no longer a thing. So. Yeah. He's like, can I put videos there? Okay, I'm going. <laughs> so what kind of videos are you working on, man? What's uh, what's the latest video you put out? Um, well, I just did a review of the, C- the Sky CPX3. They sent okay. that up to me. and uh, So I put it through. It's uh, I still got a few more tests to run with it, but okay. I put it through its ringers and... Uh, Really put some rounds through it. Okay, how is really it? Really hurt the wallet. The three eighty rounds aren't the cheapest, but. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So how is that gun? I, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Okay. Um, they, they, they've done some improvements okay. over the the original two and the one model. So. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think initially, basically, that was like a clone of the Caltech. Uh, what is it? The something. One of the Caltech nine millimeters. Yeah. The original yeah. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. 
So they've upgraded from there, right? Yeah, they've they've improved it. Uh, they got a different locking system. Okay. The way to slide and barrel lock up. Mm-hmm. I remember Sky had this policy where Sky, if you lost your, if your Sky was stolen or something like that, and you had the police report, they would replace it. But then I think a whole bunch of people went and made fake police reports. <laughs> yeah. You know, and uh, got up, got a bunch of free Skies. So I, I don't know if they, they probably stopped that now. Okay, let's see. Here it goes. It's yeah. Twenty twenty two, by the way. Oh, 2022? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, so there goes the sky. Let's see. Yeah, that's a CPX-3. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. It comes with uh, three 10-round magazines when you buy it, so... Okay. That's a whole lot of screaming hot stop at throw-down range, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, so you like 380, but it's too expensive? Yeah, well, I'm a fan of pretty much anything. I like... Mm-hmm. 22s all the way up to 50 BMGs, so mm-hmm. you're never going to hear me hear me down any kind of caliber. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a gun guy, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, bang uh, them all. Pretty much all for me. Yeah, bang them all. Okay, so DCG 44s wants to know if the trigger is better. Uh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a pocket gun. You don't mm-hmm. you don't want something with a hair trigger, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. jangling around your purse or your pocket or what have you. Yeah. So I think Sky is one of those companies, and I'm not trying to get into the Yeet Cannon conversation, but I think, isn't Sky one of the companies that decided to go put Yeet Cannon on something now? Well, yeah, they saw this whole thing going on with High Point with the Yeet Cannon, mm-hmm. and uh, they released a, a limited number of Yeet Cannon slides for the CPX-1 and 2. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that? You think that's just bandwagon? Uh, yeah, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the industry I mean, right now has a tough time selling stuff. So anything that looks like it's going to help you move some product out the door, they're going to pretty much jump on it. Yeah. It's yeah. Baby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. I think there were like six companies that all of a sudden had something with Yeet Cannon. I don't know if you're up yeah. on this, Greg. I don't know if you know about the... Aero Precision, they released a lower, I yeah. believe. Yeah. I do not. Yeah. I do not. You don't um, know about the whole Yeet Cannon thing? Maybe we should have Dan, now, ex- Dan explain it. He's been too it. busy yelling at senators. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, that, that's the funny thing. People people talk to me all the time because I do Second Amendment politics. They're like, oh, man, you must have like 50 guns and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, honestly, no. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish I had 50 guns. I can't afford 50 guns. I spend most of my time trying to defend the right that I don't ever really get to use mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. I'm too busy beating up on politicians. But um, I'm not. I, I'm, a, I'm a gun person in that I have guns. I go shooting. I go hunting. Mm-hmm. But I don't sit there and eat, breathe, and sleep guns like you guys do. It's just I, yeah. I'm so busy at the Capitol and doing gun politics. I rarely have time to get out and do anything with guns. Actually, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how, okay, good therapy, man. You need to. Yeah, exactly. It's a good thing to do every now and then. And those of us that do have them, we can all you know always be happy to do some shooting with you. Um, Care Bear on the Holiday Road says a WTF is a yeet cannon. Um, so basically, I don't know the quick because, uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it's it. A but meme. Yeah, it's basically a meme that's going on because uh, High Point is coming out with the new C9 pistol, and they decided to do a competition to name it. Um, 
People voted for a bunch of things. The thing that won the vote was Yeet Cannon, but um, High Point eliminated that from the running, and then people got really mad. Then HK decided to troll High Point and say, hey, if you name it, if you name your gun Yeet Cannon, we'll name our gun Yeet Cannon, and we'll do a photo shoot <laughs> with you. And it all got crazy, and then High Point backed off, and then everybody and their mama started naming, putting, like, I think uh, Arrow and PSA did a um, Yeet Cannon lower. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, so um, then there's a yeah. bunch of people. There's a bunch of people that are um, that are, you know, jumping in on that thing. I know. Yesterday, I was talking to my son about it. I asked him here on air what it means, but then I didn't ask. I asked him what yeet means, but then when I got yeah. home, he said, "Why are you asking me what that means?" He, whenever <laughs> his old man figures out some kind of slang, it, it doesn't compute in his brain. So I said, "Oh, someone was saying that this thing was a yeet cannon." <laughs> And then he told me basically to the young peoples, that means it's something that you could throw away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeet it, uh, you throw okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you know about this, Greg. Where were you yesterday? What? No, no, I have no idea. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm okay. sorry. Dan, Dan, Dan knows Dan, about this. Dan, yeah, yeah, Dan. That was Dan. No. Yeah, yeah. Dan, why didn't you tell us this yesterday? Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I was just letting it I was just letting it play out. Oh, okay, fine. Uh Greg, I know you you're kind of running uh short on time here. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um do you have to go right now? Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, here in a, uh, about a minute and a half or so. Okay. I got a I got a staff meeting we were actually planning out how to beat up on more politicians, so Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'll, I'll give the <laughs> floor I'll give the floor to you in whatever time you do have before you go. So you can tell the people, you know, whatever it is you need the people to follow, to support you, et cetera. Just hit them with it right now. Okay. Um, yeah, no, and I, I appreciate you having me on again. It's a pleasure, as always. And uh, I figured you would enjoy my beating up of Marco Rubio uh, yes. just a little bit. <laughs> you know, he got challenged a little bit, and that was really exciting. But honestly, guys, um, if you can, go watch that video. And, and I, there's, there's even some things in there that I wish I wouldn't have said um, as far as, you know, I think – I say I'm with the American Firearms Coalition, man. I mean, at that point, I you know, there's stuff I even I wish and I know that I can do better. But the bottom line is, I confronted him in a respectful way. We had a back and forth, and that's what we need gun owners to do all the time is to confront these folks. I've got a Cory Booker. I confronted Cory Booker. Same thing. I didn't care who he was. I didn't care what his position was. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who's on the wrong side of the Second Amendment. So I did my part as an activist in trying to hold him. And at the very least, he's not going to listen. He's not going to change his mind, but he's going to know where I stand. And, and I was representing you guys as gun owners while I was at the Capitol and in the White House and in D.C. in the swamp trying to represent you guys. So if that's the type of style of politics that you like, the, the confrontational style, holding these guys accountable, that's what we do at Title of Liberty Enterprises. That is our objective is to hold these guys accountable and to teach you not just on guns, but on any issue how to hold these folks accountable. So if you like that kind of stuff, you can go subscribe and, and watch some of the, the videos that we put out. Uh, but we, we we appreciate you, Hank, and everybody make sure you're subscribed to Hank and and uh, helping him out financially to, to keep him going. Yeah, so, thanks, Greg. Uh, it's always good having you on, man. We've got to make sure that we get you back in here um, a little bit more yeah. often. Thanks for, for doing all the stuff that you do. We appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you have any last words for Dan. So, so Dan and I will be here. Dan, I don't know if you have any last words for Greg before he gets out. Yeah, just great job, man. I was I was so happy to see that video, and I really enjoyed that. I ran, got my wife, and showed her, and yeah, we really enjoyed that. Just keep up the great work, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah you as well, and enjoy uh, constitutional carry, brother. 
Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah. 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 We didn't get even on get, on a hang. Get, yeah. on, get on your people there in oh, Florida. Florida. Man. Yeah, man. First, we have to get rid of people like Rubio and all these other guys <laughs> that are here. And a lot of the, the state senators and congressmen, too, man. Yeah. Those absolutely. guys are the worst. So we definitely have to do that. Thanks a lot, Greg. Appreciate right, guys, you, man. Take care. All right. Yep. God bless. God bless you, too, man. Okay. So, we're, so uh, Dan and myself will still be here chit-chatting yep. with you dudes we'll be hanging out with you um i don't know if there's any qu other questions out there for you for you guys for either myself or dan let us know right now um i know greg just mentioned uh constitutional carry so uh how you feeling about that man you walking around I'm, with a big I'm ar really pistol what's going on yeah i'm really excited about constitutional carry um you know a lot of people don't really understand what it is and there was a lot of people voicing their concerns about, well, what's this going to do with the criminals? The criminals, well, don't have nothing to do with the criminals. Mm -hmm. We're law-abiding gun owners. Yeah. And, uh, Why are we and, worried about the criminals when we're making laws? They don't follow right. laws. That's the whole meaning of criminal. We've been screaming that for years, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, almost, uh, it's almost like screaming at the wall at this point. Mm -hmm. But my wife and I, we, uh, we've started a program and it's still in the early stages mm -hmm. uh, where we're teaching people for free once, twice a month. We okay. go to class. We teach people about Kentucky gun laws, uh, where you can carry, how you can carry. Uh, mm -hmm. We teach, you know, proper handling, firearm storage, all, all the good stuff. And we don't charge anybody for it. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's free of charge. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a lot of a lot of us people, we need to we need to be more proactive in the community, not just. Not just on the political side, but you know, with relationships with people, with uh, with our fellow gun owners, and mm -hmm. you know, potential new gun owners. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I think with that was you. my whole idea behind it. Okay, cool. Now let's see. There's a couple things going on. Uh, Seven six two says Gorn. Okay, we'll show something. I'm I'm sure Dan has something over there. Uh, Walter oh, wants yeah. to know uh, Knob Creek. Dan, do you do Knob Creek? Uh, I. I, I you know, I've lived in Kentucky my whole life, and I've never been to Knob Creek. I'm dying really? to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Walter does it. Um, I, he tries to do both times in the year. I don't know. Are they still doing two times a year? I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. So um, if you want to go one of these days, uh, talk to Walter. He always has a table over there. You can go hang out with him. Uh, he's yeah, a good dude. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, let's see. Okay, here's a question from... Uh, uh, Mercenary, mercenary BDU, mercenary BDU. Okay, how about Greg and Mac on your show at the same time? One of them days. Um, I've actually had uh, Greg and Mac on the show at the same time in the past, and uh, we could probably make that happen again. Uh, I know eventually what Mac wants to do with the live with Mac is have some people come on. What we're trying to do is work out all the details of everything that we're doing. So eventually we are going to do that. Right. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like right now, we've, like every time we, we're doing it now, I think we've done it maybe three or four times. There's always one problem or another. We're trying to work that out. So, um, right. But the intention is as we keep doing this, that we do have some other people come on. So it's definitely going to happen. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, let me see. Uh, what was the, what were the other things out here? Did you, was there anything here that you wanted to respond to? Okay, where's, where's the Gorn? Where's the Gorn, man? What you got? All right, I got the Breda CX4 Storm. Oh, okay, nice, nice. 45 ACP. Okay. Now this is the good. one. They don't make this one any longer. They make the nine and the forty still, but this one it's a uh, it's a little rarer. Why did they Probably stop with the forty-five? 
Yeah, the forty-five. Yeah, why that's did a they fifteen-round s- magazine? That's one hundred and seventy bucks right there. So oh, okay. I can I can understand uh, the people a little hesitant on that one. Okay, um, that's cool. <laughs> do, do they have any kits for those? Anyone make uh, a get, kit for those? I, I think so. Uh, I mean, you can get all kinds of attachments and stuff for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, it's got a light and a laser built in all mm-hmm. ones there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, this thing is. This thing's super fun to shoot. There's hardly any recoil to it. So. Mm-hmm. By the way, that. Walter says twice a year, April and October. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I probably try to 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 uh, get there with him one of these days. Okay. So what yeah. else? You got something else there? Uh, well, I have. Look at the sky. I got. Got the trusty old GI model 45. That's a all right. The nine millimeter version, Rock Island Armory. Oh, nine mil. Okay, Rock Island Armory. Walter, um, Walter and Lola did a video with the uh, what is it? Milspec from Rock Island. I think it's Milspec yeah. or something like that. I don't know, man, because I wasn't allowed in the video, so I don't know <laughs> anything about it. So the only thing I was just a, I was just a poor guy who had to uh, who had to edit it. You know what I've been showing <laughs> off lately? I didn't bring in uh, a bunch of gun stuff with me today, but I have been showing this off since you showed the 1911. This oh, is nice. the RW Minis or the ATI Outdoor Minis, right? This is something developed yeah. from uh, by ATI, and this is kind of a prototype they let me borrow so I could show it to everyone. So you get this in pieces, you get to put it together. Um, it is functional, so the magazine could be removed. See, right there is the magazine. Nice. And it's got uh, the rounds in it and all that kind of stuff. You can put the rounds in. Um, you, can, you can lock back the slide right there. Boom, slide lock back. Lock back, you could drop it like that. Uh, you could pull the trigger. Let me see, let me get the trigger in camera, okay. Wait, oh, it has a, it actually has a safety, so you got to hold down the safety. Oh, man. <laughs> and the safety works. You got to hold it down to pull the trigger. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. You can, you can um, take off the grips and all that kind of stuff. So they're, uh, they're letting wow. me mess around with this. What they're doing is um, the company that this is going on to now is called RW Minis. So it's mm-hmm. that on Instagram and all that if anyone's looking for this stuff. They also just put out um, the FDE AR... So that's what I got here. Uh, it's got a suppressor, carrying handle. You can get a bunch of other things for it. You know, the, the uh, oh, that came off. Okay, I got to see what's up with that. But yeah, <laughs> you, you, the stock and all that kind of stuff, you got you could pull the charging handle. So yeah, pretty cool. These are out, RW Mini. Um, I'm trying to get a discount code from them. And as soon as I get all that info worked out, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Yeah. That's all the, that's all the Gorn I got with me. I mean, I got my... I guess my EDC here. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. What do you do for micro. your EDC? Okay, let's see this. What is uh, that? Kimber. Uh, oh, look nine. at you. Oh, you're fancy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're fancy with the Kimber micro. Oh, That's excuse, how we do here excusez-moi. <laughs> 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 That's cool. That's cool. Is that what you usually carry? or? Uh, yeah, that was a gift from my wife. I've always wanted oh, nice. one, and uh, she surprised me with it, and uh, it's been oh, cool. on my side every day, like her. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, nice man. That's pretty sweet. You know what I would, what I like from Kimber? I like the Re- Kimber revolver. I gotta have one of those. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've been looking at one for a while, and mm-hmm. my wallet's been screaming about it. But yeah, I would like to have one of those. I'm not a huge fan of the other Kimber 
Um, I know people that, that like the nine the nine millimeter ones, but the I, I at least with the forty fives, I know there's always like uh, wear in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not a you know not a not a big fan of that. But that revolver was nice. Yeah, I don't know are. if you've ever shot it anywhere, but I've I, shot it. I have, and yeah. it's 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 operates so smoothly. It's uh, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I definitely want one. Yeah, Walter's calling first dibs on the forty-five mini. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, got you covered. Um, actually, Walter and I are going to be working on a three hundred eight project uh, coming up soon with uh, nice. the guys from Gun Tech. Let me see, where's my Gun Tech thing? I don't know if you're aware, of, uh, you're familiar with Gun Tech. They're in Arizona. They make a lot of parts. Boom! Shout out to Gun Tech. The guys at Gun Tech. They make a lot of good parts. And we do builds with them from time to time. So um, Walter and I have a 308 build that's coming up. It's really Walter's build, but uh, yeah. we'll be showing that to you guys pretty soon. I didn't bring in the parts today, you know, unfortunately. So um, yeah. So, so uh, mm -hmm. well, what I, what else? Know, I saw. I was I was keeping track with Walter as he was doing his European tour over okay. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, was, I was a little worried he was going to turn to liking monarchies, you know. Yeah, Walter was but... over in England for a while, right? You got, you know, you got to worry about him a little bit, man. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, people were like, yeah, is Walter coming back or is he, you know, is he defecting to France or something like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, he was having fun. He went with a military vehicle. He's going to get, by the time he hears that, he's going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he won't. He can't defend himself until Monday. So whatevs. <laughs> that's that's when I have to go in after him. But uh, listen, I think he had a good time. I think you know uh, this year was kind of rough. You know, lots of stuff going on with everything, uh, the whole ATF yeah. thing, and just lots of stuff going down. I think so. It, it was cool for him to to get yeah. away with his friends. It looked like looked like he had fun. I want to know if he bought any military vehicles over there, man. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that myself. Yeah. And uh, which one am I getting? Man. Yeah. I like my hands on that. Yeah, I saw him. He was showing pictures of a Defender, so I'm wondering, like, am I? is there a Defender in my future? You know? Yeah. Is, did nice. Walter buy me a Defender? Is, you know? <laughs> that would be cool. He says he was pubbing. That would be cool. He was pubbing in England, so... Pubbing in England. I would love to have a Defender, by the way. Very nice. Yeah. Defenders are really cool. I would totally rhino line that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> or put Kevlar or something. Kevlar coat it. <laughs> now, uh, that, that's a trip I want to make one day. I, I want to go visit, visit the beaches of Normandy and see yeah. some of those memorials. And mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a dream trip of mine someday. Yeah, did you have anyone in the family that was in World War II? Yeah, yeah, my both my grandfathers were. Uh, oh, okay, my my grandfather he was uh, he was shot in the head. Mm. Um, they put a steel plate in his head, and I guess he held his arm up uh, right before he was shot, so it went through his arm into his head, and uh, mm -hmm. so he uh, he suffered oh. that the rest of his life, and you know wow. he taught me a lot, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess that's where a lot of my admiration for war and uh the history of our country came from was, mm -hmm. you know, really from my grandfather so mm -hmm. okay yeah man that's uh i'm sure that was pretty tough for him you know yeah 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 but Walter, he didn't use it as a crutch he uh, right you know those guys were tough probably, man those guys were tough from back then 
Oh yeah, different different breed for sure. Yeah. I mean the guys who are going out there now are tough too. I'm not trying to say that those yeah, guys yeah. aren't tough, you know. I mean, you know. There's different levels of toughness. I mean, I think that wow, what those how those guys had to live every day, it's we couldn't live like that today. No. You know, no. I mean when they were here, when they were here in America and stuff right. like that, it was pretty it's a pretty tough deal, pretty hard working, no matter how like I always think no matter how much stuff I think I'm doing, I'm like, listen, my my parents, my grandparents, they had to work harder than this. Right. You know, they suffered more than this. There's things that I have access to today that was never they couldn't even dream about it. Right. You know, so of that work they put out that we can enjoy today, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Walter says, uh, maybe a tank, maybe an APC, maybe a defender or two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, 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 I need to have one of those. Florida. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, one of those defenders better be for me, Walter. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> better be the Hank Strange defender. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, Walter. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure those are probably on a boat, and that's going to take forever to get here. But it's fine. I could be patient and wait for, uh, you know. He says, a Mini Cooper with a Ma Deuce. You can get, you know <laughs> I'll what? I'll take that. You can get Mini Coopers. Those old classic Mini Coopers that they have in England, those are the ones to get. Yeah. Yeah, those are the, those, like, if you're going to get one, that's, like, old school, basic. It's pretty much like a Model T. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like the I feel like the M2 would make it tip over as you're firing though <laughs> it would be fun though <laughs> it, it would be wouldn't it you just put another one on the backside and shoot yourself back up that's how you do it <laughs> yeah absolutely um okay dcg44 says the poorest people in america have a pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's uh, something that I would like everyone to remember. Look, there's people in America that are really suffering. There's people that are, there's, it's a pretty tough life for them. Some people are living really at like third world country levels of bad. Yeah, you know? for sure. And at the same time, there's people in third world countries that are living like we, Trump never, never lived that awesomely. You know? Right. That's the, uh, that's the crazy thing about life, I think, that it is. Uh, we all no. need to appreciate. You know, when I was growing up, I didn't even have running water. Mm -hmm. You know, we had an outhouse. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, you know, we draw our water from a well with a bucket. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But even even then, we had it good. I mean, it wasn't mm -hmm. like it was, you know, all mm -hmm. woes me or anything. It yeah, was, uh, I've it had was to a use experience for sure. Yeah, I've had to use an outhouse in my life. <laughs> you yeah. know, I've had to stand outside, um, like the kitchen door, and my mom hosed us down, gave us a yellow bar of soap, <laughs> and like all the kids out there at the same time naked, just here's the soap. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I've seen some things. You know, and it doesn't mean I think that that's those some of those things are the things that enrich you if you learn how to appreciate. Um, you know what you have, and 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 I know people don't believe this, but I'm pretty ghetto. You know, you can ask Lola. Uh, Lola has a nice dinner table. I eat on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I just grew up like that, so I feel more comfortable right. sitting on the floor and and like working on something at the same time I'm eating or whatever it is. So yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I've done plenty of that. Yeah. Walter says, if you have cell phone, lotto, tickets, and smokes, you're not poor. <laughs> okay. I don't know who doesn't have a cell phone anymore. Yeah, no. 
Um, I think you can, you, you can, no matter what, you can get a cell phone nowadays. And in some cases, you can get uh, cars and stuff like that, too. So, um, yeah. We all have to appreciate, uh, learn how to appreciate what we have, including each other. So, that's, Absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing to remember. All right, listen, man, I'm going to wrap it up. We're over the 9 o'clock hour. I know you and the wife. I'm sure that she would like to get, you know, to, to be able to hang out with you. What the, You guys are the same time right. as us or what? What's your time there in Kentucky? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 9.06 here. So. Oh, cool. Okay. We're on the same time. Time waves here. So, yeah, man, I'm going to probably wrap it. I'm going to wrap it up uh, one more time. Just tell the folks out there what they can do to support you, what kind of social media you have, man. Yeah. Uh, my, you know, my biggest platform is YouTube, uh, Gun Doctor TV. Uh, you, it's all one word. Uh, it's old school, so there's periods in between the T and the V. Yeah. And uh, it yeah, always it looks like a dude together. wearing a turban with a red uh, ruby in it. I don't know why. It, it does look like that. <laughs> it does. Look it looks like, like an Indian dude too, because it always that's what I see. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're not the only one. I, yeah. I, I've gotten quite a few of those comments. Mm-hmm. But I like yeah, it. That, I like that was, it. Uh, it stands my daughter out. drew that, so I was pretty mm-hmm. proud of it. Oh yeah, cool, cool. All right. Yeah. yeah, so check him out, Gun Doctor TV, on everything, right? You're that on yeah, everything? Yeah, everything, Gun Doctor TV. It's uh, okay. pretty straightforward. So. All right, cool. All right, so I want to, on my end, uh, we're Hank Strange on everything. That's uh, usually where you would find me. The podcast is WMMF underscore podcast. You can find it. We're on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, don't forget to check out Gun Streamer for myself and uh, Gun Doctor TV. Uh, really, guys, go over there. I don't know. Do you have a Patreon? Dan? I do, but okay. I, I don't. I don't push it a whole lot. Okay, but it is there. It's Gun Doctor TV, right? Moving away from it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, support him whatever way you can. Thank you for supporting yeah. us whatever way you can. We really do appreciate it. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, spending all this time. I uh, hope you guys have a happy, safe weekend. We're gonna see you all here on Monday for Free for All Monday. Walter's gonna be back, so everyone's gonna be in the party mode. Uh, I'm letting him yep. get a couple of days to rest up. <laughs> so he'll be back in full form. Until then, uh, thanks so much, Dan, Gun Doctor TV, for coming through, man. I really thanks appreciate it. You're welcome. Also, make sure you check out Greg Pruitt um, on all the things that he has as well. Uh, that's it. We will see you guys on Monday. We're out of here.